every goddamn week. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the GMFU Podcast. Sam here, chilling with the boys, Eric, Chaz, Jeremy. How you guys doing today? What's up, baby girl? What's up, you fairy fuck? Uh-huh. What's going on? <laughs> All right. So, out the gates, we want to hit on the reason we're coming to you guys a week or a week late, two weeks after the first pod. Um, so, we attempted last week, as we said on the first one, to um, all get together and record in person. And our amateur asses fucked that up royally from the jump. Um, yeah, it turns out we don't know a goddamn thing about <laughs> yeah. recording audio in fucking person. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. When we're you're doing it over the internet, it's not really that hard. But you're in person, and apparently you need, like, a studio and equipment. And, like, there's stuff the pros do to make it work. Yeah, I mean, you also don't need somebody's daddy running around the house. <laughs> Uh, There's a lot of mo- a lot of moving parts in that house. <laughs> I, I knew I knew that shit was over when Rick slammed that fucking garage door. Yeah. I was just about to. Just I knew it, I right knew it was there. over when he was handing me liquor drinks through the doggy door. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude! Yeah. I wish I could have saw that shit. It, it, it took us three hours to get set up after two tries, and then by that point, we were drinking for our old drinking competition. My pops. What's a liquor drink? Around. My pops was running around, fucking handing everybody whiskey. It was just. It, it, had it Beautiful. even worked, it would have been an off the rails ass pod. But oh, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember what we talked about. I think it was all, something to do with running backs. All I know is Sam's pecker came out, so we know who was <laughs> fucked up. Sam's pecker came out and then got tucked. Uh, he uh, then, he, then he showed his happens. daddy his butthole. So. He said <laughs> he gave us the old, "Do you like it better out or tucked?" And I, we, like, we, we like it. We, we like it tucked. I'll tell you that. Hey, you know, I, 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 didn't, I had to know how y'all felt. You know, a little goodbye horses in the background. You know, I was feeling, <laughs> oh man, just I just lotion looked, on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. I just I would have looked happier. Like it didn't look like it wanted to be there. <laughs> no, it never does. It never does. I can't. Uh, I can't that wait. Until, that night. Can't wait to pull up the in. analytics. Can't wait to pull up the analytics for this episode and see like the amount of listeners we had on the first one just immediately decline to just the four of us listening to this shit. As soon as they hear Pecker, they're out. Uh-huh. I'm gonna point out again. what was that last Thursday or Friday? You happened to look at the exact moment we had 69 listens. So uh, yeah, that was nice. I yeah, wish yeah, it was cool. stayed there. Yeah, yeah, that was um, cool. I mean, it could still no, be there I, for all I know. I, I, I don't know that. how you guys are handling it, but like uh, a bunch of people, well, not really a bunch. I think it's like two or three dudes from like my work or uh, like I know that they're, you know, like they said they list to or whatever, but like I uh, gave them, well, the one dude, I guess I've like, for, like I didn't even think about it, but one dude asked me about it. And I was like, yeah, like don't list to it around your kids, you know, like don't put it on the car when you're on like a road trip to like whatever yeah. you're doing with your kids, like. Just not. No, this is like, this I mean, is not we, a family friendly podcast. This is for adults doing adult. Yeah, things. I mean, we come out the gate with the dick talk, you know. <laughs> so, Chaz did say he wanted some sex talk this week, so I think we covered that. Well, we ain't talking uh, sex, talking dick. So I kind of want to move on to what we're actually talking about. This is true. Oh, this man. is true. We got so, a we got a big show. We do, we do. We have a good one this week. So the news of the week, there's something we got to hit on since we couldn't talk last week, is. Apparently, somehow a big ass barge got lodged in the Suez Canal, which is where, like, I don't know, I read like 70% of like world trade goes through that damn place. 
Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and I'm, it, uh, how, it's, how, look, I, I'm ignorant as hell. Everyone, if you're listening once, you know this by now. My ignorant ass has no idea how this happened, but how the hell does that happen? Like, how does the boat get stuck there all of a sudden? All right, first of all, uh, moving forward, uh, I'm going to set up uh, a buddy of mine texted me and told me about this thing today that you can do. Apparently, you set up a Google voicemail and it gives us like a phone number, I guess. So probably not on this episode because I totally forgot about it. Like right after he mentioned it, uh, I'm going to set that up. So when we have, you know, when we start talking about shit that we know absolutely nothing about, like, yeah. you know, shipping fucking cargo worldwide, <laughs> uh, you know, if anybody out there is on like a Maersk fucking sea liner, you can, you can chime in and <laughs> give, us, give us the fucking skinny on how shipping works. If you guys are up in the captain's deck, just bumping the pod during your trips, you know, I mean, feel free to call in. even if you work for UPS, <laughs> let us know how that shit works. Yeah. Like, if you deliver packages in any fucking combat, if you're a DoorDash driver, fucking yeah. hit us up. And just I'm right here, us, baby. I'm right here. I can give you the scoop. I, I can give you the scoop. Oh, yeah. Well, I that. forgot Chaz was doing that. <laughs> hey, December <laughs> was tough. Yeah, dude. I, I want to I be the owner of that ship, though. The guy named Shuey Kissin. All I know is that that dude probably just makes a ton of money. But I wonder how his shit went after he got stuck, you know? So I don't have this written down. So I'm going off of something that I like heard on a different podcast when they were talking about this. Um, I'm not going to advertise their podcast so they can go fuck themselves. Um, so it's a, uh, the ship is, was built by a Japanese company. Um, it's leased by a company in Taiwan. The crew was all from India and they were hands in this already like the contract was for some company in germany who was based out of fucking denmark or some shit i don't know there's a lot oh and they fly under a panamanian flag because apparently you can avoid a shitload of like shipping costs yeah you can just pick whatever country you want to well, sail your boat i guess you're on international flag waters right yeah i don't know the seas are fucking wild though <laughs> i know that but that, that, that boat has no issue that thing is huge bro yeah no, no, yeah no. it's it's you, massive you can do crime out there like it's uh, international you can do I'll any say, crime out there honestly Inter- i watched international I watched, water wild yeah i watched that episode of the simpsons where they have the monkey knife fights out there <laughs> you know so anyway, let's let's dive into this boat so uh it was traveling to rotterdam which is apparently in the netherlands didn't know that. Didn't know where Rotterdam was. I, I, never Netherlands, I was going to say, if you're assuming we know where that is, you need to follow yeah, that it's up weird. The, like, the Netherlands. The Netherlands is a weird name because it sounds like somewhere you don't want to go, right? Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like limbo or like, <laughs> just something weird. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, like stay the fuck away from the Netherlands, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But either way, that's the name of the country, I guess. So uh, apparently it was unable to navigate the fucking canal due to high winds and stands, sandstorms. Which I'm curious, like, how fucking hard was the wind blowing? Because that ship weighs 200,000 fucking tons, empty. And it blew it all fucking course in a channel of water that I think is like half a mile wide. So well, like this state. dude, it's deep was the, Did the perfect storm go through there, dude? It was like George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg like dying right next to this thing. Is well, it's- I saying, you know, like we've been out on like Rick's boat in the Potomac. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, like the wind moves the boat, but like not that fucking much. So and Rick's all- boat probably weighs what? A hundred thousand pounds, maybe. Yeah. So maybe. there's only there's only a couple times I've been scared for my life, and that was that one time we were in the bay, and Rick wasn't driving, but that boy no. Jeff, that boy Jeff was driving, and the, the I mean it was like eight foot waves. I can only imagine being in the deep sea, and being on a fucking boat. That just seems insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's tight on that whole trip was like imagine how me, somebody who can't fucking swim, felt being out there with a bunch of idiots running the fucking show. 
sorry, we had some technical difficulties there. Hopefully I edited it out good enough to where nobody really knows, but I doubt it. You know, whatever. I don't get paid for this shit. So yeah, no, it was a nightmare. I can't swim and we're out on the Chesapeake Bay and there's like eight to 10 foot swells and there's an, a drunk asshole driving this boat around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the and, fact and, that we were like, <laughs> I don't know like the, the, what the, what you're supposed to do in that situation, but I feel like he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. Yeah. He I was, mean, I we feel grab, like you grab a life vest and hold the fuck on. Is what you're yeah. Saying. No, 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 no. It, no. That motherfucker. Like, I feel like you're not supposed to go sideways into the fucking waves and that yeah, motherfucker yeah. was jumping waves sideways and i'm like that's what i'm saying that's oh. that's ex that's exactly what i was about to say i feel like when you're when you're out there you know on the high seas of the chesapeake bay and you see a swell coming i feel like you hit it head on you know you right, don't yeah. like you're not going to get away from it it's it's a wave so it takes up like the whole body of water you know it's Bro, was like just out there running away the, yeah, just running from waves i wish <laughs> i had a video of that because he would have probably just lost uh -huh. did he ever did he ever like go into the cabin for like three minutes by himself for a little bit no i went into the bathroom <laughs> no i'm just asking I, was like, I think i think methamphetamines make you do that no nah, this dude this dude was an idiot it's one of sam's boys but no <laughs> I, said, I went into the uh i went into the bathroom so i like didn't have to see my impending death like coming you know <laughs> you were just gonna let it happen yeah, which is tight because like the bathroom on the boat is closer to the water than you are when you're standing yeah, on. It's literally like, like the, the worst deck. place to be. It's yeah, like it sucked. I was just like getting banged into the walls. And there was like poop and shit in the toilet. It was just a nightmare. <laughs> but so anyway, no, yeah, go ahead. You get to, you, got, you got a thing to hit on there. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like in that point, like I like I wish I had like the power to like know what was going through everyone's mind. I was on that boat because there was like six of us. Like in every one of us, we're all thinking like death. <laughs> Everybody's like, is somebody gonna say like, something? Like, 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 like Eric's down in the cabin. I'm fucking like flying, basically. I'm holding on for dear fucking life on the outside of the boat. Fucking, oh my god, just that. It's vivid, bro. I know it's crazy because, like, on like a glassy day with Rick behind the sticks, like I'll straddle the edge of the boat. Oh yeah, just, re just really tempt fucking fate doing all that. Uh, I'm, 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 then, I'm, uh, I get the fucking the one hand kind of hitting the wave a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh. yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I even hold on to shit. I'm just like, I know my boy Rick's not gonna let me die. You got the sea uh, legs on fucking full yeah, alert. Man. But yeah, that day, no, I, I thought I was done for. Like, I thought that was just it for me. But uh, somehow we made it back to port. You know, whatever. Just shithole. Fuck Jeff. Anywho, that's uh, not even one of my like top five scariest days on a boat, dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I mean, I can, I can on touch on shit, man. I can touch on some other scary days, but I mean, if y'all want to swing that way, we can. I mean, this nah, definitely. Nah. Well, listen, we'll have a pod of some like we'll we'll do like the life threatening pod one day. I was like, I was like, because Sam, that involves me and you on a small boat. <laughs> now nah, we need to we need to dive back <laughs> in to how this ship that yeah. ever given swung the wrong way into the fucking shore in Egypt um so yeah so this fucking this i guess this dude just can't drive a boat with the fuck i don't know got got it stuck though but uh so that ship being stuck there and blocking the fucking canal because it's not like anybody could squeeze around it like this ship is massive and you got other massive ships behind it trying to get the fuck through there yeah everyone's so just, ship is, just is it not yeah, how, how big is it is it like is it a, a so, 900 foot boat no it's a 1300 meter boat so whatever whatever that math okay. is I think it's like so, 3,000 yards or something. Didn't shit. it get like trapped on the embankment? Like, isn't that what happened? Oh, yeah, it's so legit. Like, like wedged it like got wedged there. into yeah. the like bank, if you, right? If you imagine the canal is a straight line, this bitch is sitting diagonal, like in the fucking canal. So you can't it's, like sneak around it at all. Like, so, it's just, it's stuck and it's blocking the whole shit. 1,300 meters is 1,421 yards. 
right, that so doesn't help me at all. 14 football fields for the Americans in the crew. Yeah. Um, fucking big. I think that, that <laughs> Once you put right, it that right? way, yeah. Once you put that's it that way, bitch. it's fucking big. Yeah, that's a lot <laughs> of football that's fields. It's I think almost Patrick enough. Mahomes, you think Patrick Mahomes could throw from one end to the other? I bet Come he on, could. man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I bet if you had 14 – well, no. Hey, it's hey, not hey, that. Hey, if hey, you hey. had 14 football fields, almost the entire league can play a game at the same time. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they do that anyway thanks to TV and you know, geography. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Whatever. Sure. We're getting off topic here, boys. Let's, let's dive back into this fucking <laughs> stuff. <laughs> about it. You know? uh, so, anyway, that shit being stuck there. So, everything that was on that ship, plus all the shit that was ra- waiting in the Mediterranean and the Gulf of Aden, was costing the, I don't know, the shipping industry. I don't know who the fuck was footing this bill, but it was costing somebody $10 billion a day while it was mm. sitting there. It was probably in the American Relief Bill. They probably planned for this. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> probably snuck, that, snuck that in there. Uh-huh. Um, this is not the politics podcast, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you there. So uh, normally, so they're like the ships that were waiting, they had to decide. Like at some point, you get to a, a point where it's like, are we going to sit here and wait for this fucking boat to go away? Or are we going to turn around and find like a different way to get to fucking Europe? So just for some background here so if you take the the canal excuse me from suez egypt to amsterdam by way of the canal takes 13 days if you take the same trip south of suez and go around the cape of good hope at the southern tip of africa it takes 41 days if you're averaging 12 knots so you know it's it's, yeah it's a shitload faster to take this fucking carved out river through egypt but probably uh, the reason they made it so what I'm wondering though is like the whole time all these all these boats are stuck in the Mediterranean and off the coast of Africa, where were my boys the Somali pirates? Because they could have made a fucking fortune just robbing people blind. You want to talk That's about true. doing crime? Like where were those guys? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is I mean, true. That's know, some I, good I'm pirating like, right there. They're probably on they're holiday. Like, they're they're more of like an open water type, you know, like where, where they can get <laughs> where they where they where they can get in and get out. I don't know. Y'all ever y'all ever seen that video? I think I saw it on Instagram where like these dudes are on like a freighter or whatever, and like the Somali pirates start to roll up on them and they just start unloading on these pirates with fucking yeah. machine guns. Yeah, the, the 50 cows fucking attached only, to the boats. Like, I've only yeah. seen Captain Phillips. I, I don't know much I mean, about Captain Phillips. I don't know, right man. up there with it though. That shit looked fucking sweet though. Like again, I can't swim. Can't stress that enough. But like I feel like these big ass cargo ships don't sink super often. So like if you tell me my job entails just like kicking it on a boat in the ocean for like a month or whatever and then like getting to light up fucking pirates on like bay liners like yeah, yeah. Like, I want that <laughs> fucking job. There's, there's worse shit you could do right That's right like that shit sounds tight man but uh so yeah i don't i don't know what the fuck they were doing a big miss opportunity for the uh somali pirates though you know come on Guys, get a get a better PR department or something. I don't I'm know. Gonna, get, like get the internet. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna <laughs> like, ask a question. Is the boat still stuck? No, it was actually freed, I think, either yesterday or Tuesday. Uh they they got it out. It took, you know, fucking forever. They had I feel like uh, Sunday, yeah. I know I know Sunday it was still there because I saw an article where like it started to get free and then it, the wind blew it back into the fucking bank. <laughs> I know like the big picture that came out of it is like, uh, I think it's a meme now, but like, yeah, this boat is like, if you stood it on, well, I don't know what the back of the boat is called the fucking bow, I guess. I don't know. But if you stand it like upright, it's like the size of the fucking Empire State Building, and they're trying to dig this motherfucker out with like a ditch witch. Like something yeah, he saw that little Home fucking, Depot, that, you know? back sitting there. <laughs> that shit was wild, man. Had me fucked up. But uh, so like one of the big things going around is that like, is this espionage like was there 
interference from China Ooh, like to shut the navigation mm. system down on this boat. So this is, this is what I like. This is the reason we do news is so we can get into the conspiracies. You know, it's crazy though. Cause like China is a, like a viable fucking superpower. Now, if you Google that on the internet, nothing comes up. It's amazing. Oh. Like they know how to get it off there. Right. And then the only shit that does come up is from the South China Daily Post. (laughs) So, you know, probably not the most reputable of fucking sources. Yeah, probably not. Now you got to use. I'm not going to throw stones. I feel like we have a fan or two in China. So I'm not going to throw stones at them. Just saying. I mean, it I don't know. Like we keep we keep up this talk. We're not going to have a fan anywhere because we're going to be <laughs> fucking dead. So I mean, yeah, I feel, I feel like um, that's. I mean, are we international? <laughs> Fuck no, man! What? <laughs> Can't get out of where we live. Oh uh, boy, I always drop them coordinates. <laughs> I think we're. I think I, I'm not sure we made it out of the surrounding counties yet, but that doesn't matter. Like all, um, all the all the world knows right now is that we live somewhere near the Potomac River. Hey, 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 all I know. Is that if you want to find out some top stories, don't use Google. Use DuckDuckGo. Hey, DuckDuckGo, cut us some fucking ad revenue uh, for that bullshit. Um, <laughs> so, so that's well, our hold on, hold on. I got, on. Do you have I got, more news? I got two more points about that. Okay. Okay. Um, so the last time, that, uh, maybe not the last time. I think it was the last time. One of the times the canal was closed, uh, which I guess probably didn't fuck shit up too much back then because it was in 1967. But it was closed for eight fucking years because Egypt and Israel got in a fucking war. So, yeah, I wasn't alive because, you know, I'm not fucking 60 or whatever that math makes you. But I bet it was a sweet war, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah, they closed it then. And then um, so the only alternate routes outside of using the uh, Suez Canal are because that's literally the definition of alternate is uh, so if you're coming from, you know, the east to like China, Japan, India, whatever, you can take the Pacific and then go through the Panama Canal, but the ships that were waiting to go through the Suez are too big for the Panama, Panama Canal. So the only other option is to take the Northeast Passage where, let's say, you leave Japan, you sail towards the U.S., then you hook a big fucking left and go between Alaska and Russia, and you like just swing back around so you're north of Russia the entire time. And apparently it's just full of fucking icebergs and like orcas and I don't know. Like what penguins, I guess. Sounds and, like we uh, need to bring jobs back to the states, right? But basically, nobody wants to sail that close to <laughs> Russia for that long because Russia be doing some shady shit up there. So, oh yeah, fuck yeah, the fucking so yeah, riskies, the, man. Yeah, the Suez Canal was shut down. Fuck shit up. Cost somebody a lot of money. I'm sure you know we're gonna end up picking up the bill for that. But that is the uh, the news of the week. Yeah, I mean, if something else happened, I missed it. But that's been the big thing for about two weeks now. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. You get a boat stuck in it. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, they're hard to fucking move. Who would have thought? Yeah, especially a boat that size. Um, so what we've decided, everybody, is, you know, sports are kind of in that lull. Well, your mainstream sports, I guess. You know, basketball ain't in the playoffs yet. Trade deadline's gone and passed. Hockey's got another month till the playoffs starts. But you know what's up and roaring right now? Racing. So we got the NASCAR season up and going. We got F1 up and rolling. We got the man on the sidelines, old Eric, who's uh, going to hit y'all with the F1 and NASCAR update, him and Chaz. And then we're going to get into our topic of the week, which is um our top five drivers since the year 2000. So those drivers are from any type, just the dude that drives a vehicle, the top five guys since 2000. But before that, I'm going to go to Eric for the uh, F1 news and uh, updates of the week. 
All right. So, yeah, they had an F1 race this past Sunday. It was in Bahrain, um, which is somewhere in the Middle East, I think. Um, I did misspeak on the last episode, the only episode we posted. It, I corrected this in the last episode that we recorded, but that one's never coming out. So uh, it is not at the Baku circuit. That's my bad. That's in Azerbaijan, which I would imagine is somewhere else in the Middle East, but it's not this track. So anyway, Bahrain, right? And so it's in the desert. It's a pretty sweet track. It's a night race. So like I fuck with it because night races are the best. Um, basically, long story short, Lewis Hamilton won the race because, of course, Lewis Hamilton won the fucking race. Um, so Leave Max Verstappen. Yeah, no, he's, he's real fucking good at driving a race car. Uh, Max Verstappen qualified on the pole, had a um, a pretty sizable lead for you know a good a good chunk of the race, but then Mercedes with their uh, race director, which I guess if you're more of a NASCAR guy, the equivalent would be like your crew chief. Um, so they they made a call to pit Hamilton early so he can get on new tires, which would force Verstappen to either come in or stay out on old tires. So Hamilton had an advantage with the tires he was on. Anyway, so it's called an undercut. I'm not real sure how that works yet. Like, I'm new to this sport as well. So, you know, but either way, that they said it about 100 times on the broadcast. Um, so they did that, and then Hamilton ended up in front and basically never really looked back. Uh, Verstappen did make a pretty solid charge in the last couple laps of the race. Uh, he actually did pass Hamilton at one point, but – he exceeded the track limits, which in F1, you know, they have that like red and white stripe curbing around the track. Yep. So like you can, you can use that, but you can't use it to gain an advantage on somebody. Like if you run wide in a turn, they don't penalize you for it. But if you purposely use that area to overtake somebody, you have, you. To, you have to give the position back. So he passed him. And then a couple turns later, he gave the, gave the position back to Hamilton and was never able to catch him again. Um, the weird thing about that though, is that they penalized or they were going to penalize Verstappen for doing it, but Hamilton had been running wide on that on like it's turn four. He'd been running wide. Everybody was running wide on turn four the entire race. And they didn't really make a big deal about it until Verstappen re or passed Hamilton to retake the number one spot. So like, that's a big controversy in there. And like, leading up to the race through practice and qualifying the stewards were like, yeah, we don't care. Like you can run wide on that turn. It's not a big deal. And then race day before the race started, they were like, yeah, if you go wide and turn four, like it's a five or 10 second penalty or whatever. So basically the guys um, were practicing, planning on running wide if they had to. Right. And then right before the race, they're like, no, can't do that. So yeah, it kind of like, messes nah. your plan up a little bit. Right. You know? So, you know, I mean, that's, that's an interesting storyline moving forward because I mean, like despite how good Lewis Hamilton is, like the way he wins sometimes, like, shit just happens to break like in his favor. But I mean, you could say that for anybody who wins anything I mean, really, you know, we talk about this with, I mean, I'm going to jump in real quick, but you know, doing some, doing a little bit of F1 and racing research. I mean, that dude is the modern goat, right? I mean, you look at all the wins he has and it's fucking insane. Just like any other sport, when you have a top guy as visible as him, the calls go his way. You know, they argue about that with LeBron, with Jordan, Shit, we talked about Brady on this pod on ones you'd never heard ad nauseum. But when you're the when you're the top dog and you're the face of your sport, the calls go your way. It's just yeah, kind of how that is. Plus, I mean, not only like is he the best racer probably of all time, he's also on the best team ever. Well, I don't know. That's that's arguable, but he's right now Mercedes is the best team. I who mean, who's Verstappen race for? Red Bull. Red Bull. 
Yeah, they use a uh, Red Bull. They use a Honda engine. It's Honda's last year in the sport. They're pulling out, uh, which we can dive into that later on. Um, so other interesting facts outside of so I think the top three because like podiums are a big thing in Formula One. They don't really care. Which, yeah, I mean, so, they definitely so it's not, care. Like so, it's wins, top three, right? Like right, if, right. As I was so, reading about that, they didn't say it, but I assume for everyone listening, it's just like in the Olympics, right? You open the yeah, podium, you got one, two, three. You see so the, the top, the guy. I know in NASCAR, it's always like top five is the thing, but yeah, yeah. For but F1 I mean, one of the European sports, it's top oh, three, yeah, right? Hey, if you ain't first, you last in NASCAR. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's an American invention there. Like we only care about who's in victory lane. You know, if you finish second, get fucked. Better luck next time. Um. <laughs> so yeah, other things are. So I'm sorry. The podium was Hamilton was first. Verstappen finished second, and Hamilton's teammate Valtteri Bottas or Botas, I guess, if you're gonna say it right was in third which yeah i mean that's that's been your top three for an eternity now so you know same shit different day whatever uh some interesting takeaways were sergio perez uh he's a new driver for red bull he raced for racing point last year um in the formation lap before the race starts uh he has some electrical issues his car shuts off can't get it going again finally does get it going and the way he got it started again was funny as shit because he literally just unhooked his steering wheel and then put it back on and then all of a sudden his car worked so to anybody who doubts the logic behind turn it off and turn it back on again that shit uh, works 95 percent of the time i'm glad i was getting ready to say the same thing when you said that that is some rudimentary ass problem solving for such a high-tech machine you know what i'm saying it's just like you know what i'm gonna do let me just unhook this hook it back in oh fuck it works let's go yeah 100 percent. look i know i got some dudes from my job that are gonna listen to this uh honestly it's the equivalent of just hitting the run button like it it works um so anyway he starts dead last he has to start from the pit lane so he has to wait for the for the last place driver to pass the pit lane before he can go so he ends up being 20th place claws his way back and ends up finishing fifth so you know good on good on sergio he's looking pretty solid in a red bull now uh, the Ferrari cars, they've had a, a rough go of it for the past couple of years. Basically, like Ferrari is like the they're the New England Patriots of F1. Like they've they have this lush history of just kicking ass and taking names. And they've just had a real shitty rough couple of years since uh, I don't even remember who the last time they won a championship. I guess Schumacher drove for him. So it's like 2004 or whatever. So they've had a tough time, but they uh I don't I actually didn't write down where their drivers finish, but the Ferrari cars look good. Um, my team, the McLaren cars, they finished fourth, fourth and seventh. Probably would have done better, but uh, Daniel Ricardo had he got rear-ended by Pierre Gasly early on in the race, and it fucked up the floor of the car. So then he couldn't he didn't have the right aerodynamics. He just couldn't maintain like a decent pace throughout the way the race. Um, the big story, I guess, not the big story, but so the Haas uh f1 team it's the only american-based team they have uh the son of a russian oligarch is one of their rookies his name is makita mazepin so this dude spun out in practice spun out in qualifying he basically has no fucking business driving this car but his dad's rich so he paid for him to be on the team uh he made it to turn three yeah he made it to turn three before he spun out crashed didn't finish the race so uh, he should probably just get fucked. I don't know. Go back to Russia <laughs> and do something else. Just like count your dad's money. You don't belong there. Just be rich. Right. You, you got to respect his, the effort, right? Like what's the balls on that dude being like, I have no business being here, but fucking. Well, so I mean, paid for it. So let's fucking go. We could have a whole fucking podcast about how much this dude sucks. Um, he sucks <laughs> as a driver. He sucks as a human being. He posted a video on his Instagram a couple months ago of him like 
openly groping a girl in a limousine and just basically, you know, did like the athlete apology where he's like, I'm sorry. Or we didn't say, I'm sorry. He said, uh, that's unfortunate that, you know, people had to see this and I will learn from this, whatever. All right. He fucking sucks. But his teammate is, uh, no cameras in that homies limousine. Oh, is that, uh, is that Michael's son? That is Michael's son. And, uh, you know, they, they finish dead last because that their car sucks, but, you know, it's promising that Schumacher was able to finish a race. Everybody thinks that once he's able to leave Haas, he'll be he'll be good for somebody else. Uh, Fernando Alonso, yeah, that's a name that people were pretty familiar with, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. He uh, won, I think he's won two world championships with Red Bull, maybe. Could be wrong on that. No, he won them with uh, Renault. Yeah, we'll be talking about him later, let's just say that. Right. So he's uh, he's been out of F1 for two years. He came back. He's racing for Renault again. They're called Alpine now, but same shit. Doesn't matter. But uh, he, he ran a pretty solid race. Not really a contender, but he ended up... Uh, he didn't finish the race. He had some brake trouble. And uh, what turned out to be the problem was that a sandwich wrapper from the grandstands got sucked into his brake duct. <laughs> he had All gas, to, no brakes, baby. Exactly. <laughs> had, to, had to call it a day. But uh, mainly the final thoughts on that race. Uh, Mercedes and Red Bull are going to be the two teams to watch this year. Uh, Mercedes kind of looks like they lost a step. You know, either that or they're they're just sandbagging because it's the first race of the season. But uh, Ferrari looks pretty surprising. They might end up, you know, finishing third in the constructor standings. And I think the to round out the top five, I think there's going to be a pretty decent battle between McLaren and AlphaTauri, who is Red Bull's sister team. So, you know, we'll see. It was, uh, it was a pretty solid race. It was the first F1 race I've watched in its entirety. And, yeah, I was impressed, man. It's, it's a fun fucking sport. There's a lot of money in that sport. And, you know, it's different, like, coming from watching NASCAR all the time. Not all the time, but, like, like as an American, that's the races that you watch if you're going to watch yeah. anything. Like, you're watching fucking NASCAR. So, getting into F1 is definitely – it's a different world, but it's it's cool as shit. And I urge anybody who's into just shit going fast to check it out. It's a fun time. And, and so, just for the record, the reason – what got Eric into this that he didn't touch on on this one, touched on the last one, is on Netflix, they have that show Drive to Survive which I'm actually probably going to start watching this week. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's probably going to get me into F1 a little bit too. Uh, I started an episode. It just looked like one of them cool ass shows. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's familiar, I think I've said this a million times already, but honestly, like check it out. Anybody who's familiar with the, the HBO hard knock series about, you know, the NFL, it's basically the F1 equivalent to that. It's a lot of behind the scenes shit. They keep up you know, throughout the season, the only, I guess, disadvantage you would have going in. If you started watching it today, um, let's say, you know, you just start watching season three. So season three is last year's F1 season. So you go through all the COVID shit and some of the drivers that are racing then last year, they're either, they're not racing anymore or they race for somebody else. But, you know, I mean, t- five seconds of Googling, you can figure out who races for who. And you're only one race into the season. There's 22 races left. Uh, they're not racing. They're, they're taking this weird ass break. And I, I tried to Google why there's a break, but couldn't find any reasoning for it. But so they had a race on Sunday. They're not racing again until April 18th. And it'll be at Emila in Italy, which I'm pretty sure for people who have watched for a while, I'm pretty sure that's the track that Ayrton Senna died at. But you know, don't quote me on that. If I'm wrong about that, my bad. I'm not. I just like I think I remember reading that somewhere a they couple leave, years ago. If, if you're wrong, they'll leave it on the voicemail. It's fine. Right? Yeah, the voicemail that we'll never check because we don't we don't actually take y'all's opinion seriously at all. But so anyway, moving on, on from F1. Yeah, you touched on something else a minute ago, 
And uh, that is the fact that we are in America. And in America, they drive stock cars. That's right, baby. You go fast and you go to the left. And You watched, uh, you watched three this week, didn't you? And I know um, I know old Chaz was hype on the text messages watching Bristol earlier this week on Monday. So uh, how, how about you take us through that a little bit there, Chaz? I was oh. going to say, I'm, I'm hoping not to cut you off there, boss, but I'm hoping Chaz got some input on Bristol because I've been talking for a solid 15 minutes. I, yeah, I was trying to kick to him. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this episode is called Eric Talks, and it's fine because <laughs> I love hearing Eric talk. You, uh, of the voices, he does have the most soothing voice of all is that, of us. Is like, that what you think? I think so, yeah. No, nah, but uh, <laughs> uh, I watched oh, some Y'all got me fucked up out here. <laughs> As the host, it probably should be me with the best voice, but I listened to our podcast the other day, and I hate the sound of my own voice. I feel uh, like, man, I feel like they're going kick to me, kick me off this pod. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. I think we just uh, figured out our roles moving forward here. You know, you have the dulcet sounds of uh, – Eric here, Barry White's son, apparently coming at you in the future. So <laughs> prepare your wives' ears for that, boys. Get you on the airwaves, man. Um, but yeah, I, I watched Bristol. Uh, I thought it was sick. I don't know. I know Eric did not like it because he likes to see him go fucking fast. I don't know. It's just the, the whole fucking race, man. These guys are all complaining about it. Like they're not racing on fucking dirt. Like, I can't see. Yeah, no shit. It's fucking dirt. So, like, the whole race, these guys are just, I can't see. My motor's heating up. Yeah, because there's dirt in your motor. <laughs> so, the whole race, it's, I'm heating up. I got to go in the pit. Well, yeah, no shit, man. So, I, I thought it. it was interesting. Uh, there's definitely a different strategy to dirt racing. Say, it's a good change of pace, right? I mean, that's I'll give that about NASCAR when they do the tracks like that. It ain't like you're at Daytona 500 just going in a circle. It's a whole different strategy. I feel like different racers probably do different and do better. Yeah, I mean, tracks. you're you're not at Daytona going fast in a circle. You're in fucking Bristol going 86 miles an hour <laughs> in a fucking circle. Um No, to Chaz's point, yeah, there was, there was a lot of bitching about overheating. I think at one point – Excuse me, I had a vicious burp there. Um, I think they cut to That's them ultras. Oh yeah, I'm ultras, and I'm drinking some bullshit cider around here too. I don't know. I got a whole Chipotle burrito just staring me in my face that I can't touch because I don't want the listeners to hear me be fat. Um. <laughs> anyways, yeah, like I think they cut to. I want to say it was Kyle Busch. It probably wasn't. It was probably some other no name asshole. But you know, the I think the official stance on this podcast is. Kyle Busch is real good at driving race cars, but none of us fucking like the dude. Like, the, I'll I agree just, with that. And it's like, I love his shitty attitude. Like, I love how cocky he is. I just, he's got a real punchable fucking face. And that's no, he's also got the to, worst. Him and his brother. Yeah. To harken back to F1 for a second, Max Verstappen is the same way. Not taken away from that dude's talent, but he looks like somebody I want to beat the living shit out of. Um, <laughs> well, that's the inverse of Tony Stewart, who, by all accounts, is kind of a shithead, but he looks like a dude you'd want to hang out and have a beer with. Yeah, and oh, no, if, you, if you don't if you don't <laughs> hang out and have a beer with Tony Stewart, he'll fucking murder you. So <laughs> there's that. There's he that. does hit people with cars. Yeah, like, they'll legit run you, you over. Yeah, if you don't fuck, but, with uh, him, he don't fuck with you. They call so, it yeah. smoke for a reason. Like diving into the whole bristle thing. It's not like I didn't hate the race. I just uh, like my main thing is like, yeah, I hate watching cars with you know fucking nine hundred horsepower do seventy four miles an hour. Like that's boring to me. But like. Uh, Bristol's a fun track normally. There's a lot of wrecks there. You know, it's a short track. There's not a lot of room. Um, my issue with the dirt race thing is like, 
if that's going to be something that you do moving forward, if, if, you know, if you're trying to get back into the, the old days, like the, the origins of fucking NASCAR and you want to race on dirt, <laughs> then build a fucking track that is dirt through and through. Don't take a track that's fucking paved and cover it in dirt. Yeah. I don't, I think it was, I think this lap is, or this race is 250 fucking laps. Imagine so at some point that. you got to well, clean this point, dirt. Yeah you know all those fucking tires and shit and they're running tires with like treads on that like they're not running like the goodyear slicks or whatever so like that dirt's getting picked up so at some point like you get close to the end of the race and you have the groove where there's just no dirt on anymore Mm -hmm. you're just racing on pavement at that point so it's like you know like what the fuck like now it's just a it's a pavement track where if this were a track that was designed to be paved in the first place like say you do this shit at talladega and you get shit on the track they're you know they're red flag of the race they're bringing out the fucking jet trucks they got people out there <laughs> sweeping the shit up they're putting cat litter fucking down so <laughs> that was one thing i noticed was um yeah they definitely had like red flags at bristol which is like it usually doesn't take that long to clean shit up but with the dirt you know there's shit fucking buried now so, yeah like, they're yeah. out there like legit like having to scoop fucking metal out of the dirt yeah, and it's crazy too because they had that the one uh, the accident early on. I can't remember who was involved in it. I think it was like a bunch of like bottom feeder drivers like got wrapped up in some bullshit. But like, like Brian uh, Vickers came back and he was in this. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> you know, like Brian, uh, somebody like Juan Pablo Montoya, fucking wrapped. Yeah, like or he some just shit. Listen, I wish Juan Pablo was here. I quit. I quit watching racing after that boy retired. Let's put it that way. I think uh, I could be wrong. I think he won a Daytona 500, but. Like he outside did. of that, I don't I know he, he lost a fight to smoke. Hey, he did. All I, know he is did. I, stopped, I stopped watching NASCAR after Danica left, man. You know, Danica really did it for me. I mean, don't get into that. She couldn't drive her the fuck. I do I'm not, not saying she couldn't drive I, because she was a woman. I'm saying she couldn't drive because she flat out couldn't drive a fucking NASCAR. But did the heavy foot. I also, I'm just going to go on the record that I do not find Danica Patrick, Patrick attractive. Whatsoever. I think she's pullable. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you could pull Danica Patrick. if. Hey, look, yeah, like, I mean, how are you going to sit here and say you don't think Danica's attractive when y'all's god Aaron Rodgers was with her for a, a time being? He's a good. We've well. had plenty of conversations on here about his choices, right? You know, he makes, he's not the great, he's not the best decision maker with the ball at the end of games sometimes. Hey, hey, don't, hey, hey, don't even start doing this shit right now. Hey, like, save I love the fucking football podcast, you know? I We're talking racing here. Yeah. We are. Um, so, yeah, I just, like, I mean, like, I didn't I didn't hate the dirt race. I just thought, like, it was like, all right, like, I get what you're trying to do, and I'm here for, like, the, the throwing it back type shit. But, like, if you're going to do it, then fucking do it right. And I think um, they're making a big push to get, like, the Nashville Fairgrounds or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I was listening to – um to junior's podcast no yet. no no free advertising we didn't say the name of the pod but junior's junior he's a big advocate is what i'm saying so i mean i feel like if that guy's advocating for something to open up it, there's a good chance it'll come back right I, so, I think i could be wrong here on that too um but i it, the fact checker is just on his fucking phone so who knows but i think the boy's phone is moist every thursday that's titties on there um i think the nashville track no. is is dirt to begin with like i don't think they're putting yeah. sand or dirt on top of pavement but like another, they need to make it mud like and that was <laughs> i'm glad you brought that up jeremy because <laughs> another thing why this race was kind of fucking dumb was that like two days before the fucking race you just had a flood of biblical fucking proportions roll through <laughs> bristol tennessee or virginia whatever you want to call it and uh 
So, I mean, it's it's not like they're racing a fucking dome, you know? Like, there ain't no roof down there. Hey, that's a NASCAR guy trying to make shit nasty. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but, like, mud ain't good for NASCAR racing. I mean, mud ain't good anyway. <laughs> leave <laughs> mud alone. Oh, I mean, uh-huh. that's true. Uh, mud's <laughs> all right on some weekends, but only when you're down at the river. Hey, ain't nothing better, buddy. Than, ain't nothing, ain't nothing better than out. fucking weaving and beaving in some mud. Hey, so, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm curious. I, I got a question for you guys. So, um... After this race and kind of looking at what this race did, is there any insight it gave you into the rest of the season? So Denny Hamlin won, right? No, no Joey Logano won. And that's, I, that's I thought, what I, I, thought I saw Denny Hamlin uh, won. No, so I, I, Joey Logano like, won. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to hurry it up here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap said, this up. Well, no, I was, just, I was curious about just like, you know, like some some future going forward. What no, this I'm not sure. I'm not sure first or last. Joey Logano was I got a nice little breakdown of how this season's going. There you go. Um, So I've only caught like two races. Like I'm, I'm into NASCAR, but I'm more into like going to see it. Like that's fucking tight. If you haven't done that, do that. You'll actually enjoy hearing about the Absolutely. fucking sport. Yeah, forget going to any other fucking live sport. Just Yo, spend Eric, all your money on you, going you, to uh, fucking NASCAR races. Eric, you a Truex fan? Seed, hey Sam, you goddamn right, I'm a Truex fan. I'll, <laughs> hey, I'll fight people in the parking lot at Richmond. I've, I've that seen shit. it. I've seen it. Hey, just to touch on Sam's knowledge, you know he he wasn't right about the winner of the race, but Denny Hamlin is leading in points right now. I think I think he won the week before, and that was my notes from what we were talking I don't about. Think, he didn't. Actually, he didn't. I actually don't think Denny Hamlin has won a he race at all. He hasn't won all year. So. He's, got, he's got six top fives, though. You know, Sam does research every week, though. But let so, me get to not for this. Obviously, maybe it was his <laughs> so, top in points. I don't know what yeah. I saw. I saw and Denny I'm Hamlin gonna, at number one at something. Ch- Chaz, you can you can dive into the season here. Just just let me get these two bullet you points out because Sam is just pissing me off that he doesn't know who won this fucking race. <laughs> So Joey Logano won the race. He also won stage two. My boy, Martin Truex Jr. won stage one. And going into the last lap, he was running third, but he cut a fucking tire like an idiot and ended up finishing fucking 19th. That's that's all I got to say on the outcome of the fucking he race. Was, no, he was running real good at the beginning, and they were like, I can't believe Martin Truex is running so good because they were talking about, I think they were talking about Hamlin running good or something all week. They love to dog on Martin for yeah. not doing but he well. Won, he won the truck race. That's because yeah. so they, was... they were like, I'm so shocked that Truex is doing so well here. I'm Look, surprised Denny Hamlin isn't winning. Now, they Truex had the them same... mud tires on. That's why they he still do cheap. the truck races? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah they said they the do, same man. shit uh, two years ago when you know we went to the fucking race. It was Truex's first short track race at Richmond. Or first short track win at Richmond, and that the whole narrative leading up into that is that you know Truex ain't no fucking good on short tracks, and he won at Richmond. I'm pretty sure he won fucking Martinsville that year too. He I, I don't think he won year. Bristol. All, all but, I know is that that fucking race would be tight if they had the Carolina squat trucks running around that track. All right, you goddamn <laughs> right. If you got a truck parked outside in your driveway right now and you're a listener what i want you to do is order a lift kit for the front and go out back and cut the fucking springs on the road that thing is squatting boy that shit is sick man if you don't get women that'll get you all of them Uh uh-huh but to wrap this bitch up um so so far this season uh they've raced i believe well they do all like the dual bullshit like all the they do like seven fucking races for daytona at the beginning that nobody watches um, but I think in total I've done like seven, seven or eight races. Yeah, seven races. Seven races. So seven races. Uh, but pretty much nobody that has won the poll has won yet this year. So I mean, no shit, no shit, no don't shit. Be, don't be chasing poll now. Yep, that's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, so, so did not have that in my notes. That's that's good looks, Chaz. Yeah, it's a fun fact, man. Nobody with the poll has won it, and 
this is the year of like I feel like NASCAR is going to a new like they're changing because there's so many different drivers. You don't know who the fuck's gonna win. Like you know the Joe Gibbs boys are gonna be up there because they're just fucking fast. That's why the top two right now is Denny Hamlin and is Logano who's Logano fucking race for now? He raced for Ford. Yeah, he's, he's on the, still the, Ford. Yeah, he's on the yeah, Penske but you got you got Truex, with, uh, you know, you Kislowski. got you got these you got the Toyotas in the front. They just got good cars. That's just how it goes now. But so I mean, there's two Fords in the top five, though. More yeah, so. no, they're running a lot better. Like they do, it's pretty much Fords and Toyota at this point. And then you got like Harvick or, you know, definitely not Johnson because I think he just gave up on racing at this point. I say Kyle, yeah, Kyle Larson's in fourth and he's got a Chevrolet. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson does not race in NASCAR anymore. He's actually uh, racing for Chip Ganassi and IndyCar now. Um, yeah, to, uh, to, uh, to like the point I was going to make, you were talking about. The seven races, there's been seven different winners. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's won back-to-backs. And a lot of the times you see, um, like, the first race, like the 500. If you win the 500, you usually win the next week. There's, like, a good carryover. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a good chance you're going to win back-to-backs. Yeah, and yeah. that just isn't the case this year. Um, I see a lot of different cars, to be honest. Toyota, Ford, a Chevy's one um, twice. I mean, that's more than what they usually do at this point. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it, for any for any F one diehards, uh, Joe Gibbs Toyota is basically the equivalent of Mercedes in. NASCAR. Oh yeah, baby, Joe Gibbs, the goat. But like, I mean, like these names on here, you, you got a couple you recognize, like Kyle Busch. He won the Clash, but he hasn't won since. You know Truex. Yes. You know Logano, Blaney. You kind of know, but then you got you got you got Michael McDowell winning now. You got mm, Christopher I mean, also, Bell. Yeah, Christopher Bell. You know. It, and Larson, William Larson's a good Byron. driver. Yeah, Larson's a good driver. Um, and going going forward, I I kind of like Larson winning this year. He's got he's got a good car. He's got a good. I mean, no, nah, Chase looks, going back to back, son. Nah, Larson looks. I can't remember the team. Uh, I don't think it's Hendrick that owns the number five car. It's I know it's like it was the Casey Kane car back in the day, but like, yeah, I mean, Larson had the unfortunate mishap on the iRacing stint last year. You know. It sucks. Shouldn't have said it, but you know, whatever. Um, but now, like, I mean, he was at that point, he was racing for Chip Ganassi, and it was him and Kurt Bush. And like that neither one of those cars are real solid. But now that like you're putting Larson in like an actual fucking car that can run. Well, he was good on like, that it, team. Like he's always been good. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice to like, see that's him what I'm with, like with a good car. Made, right. He made the best of what Chip Ganassi's bullshit NASCAR team gave him, but like moving like he looks fucking good in an actual car now. Yeah. So, I mean, going forward, uh, just keep an eye on the Toyota cars. I mean, obviously, they're always going to be in the front. And then I like Larson, um, obviously, because Lousey's going to be up there. And and always, somehow, Harvick is just always in the pack at the end. So, I mean, moving right. forward, we'll we'll keep you updated. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, I'm getting a ringer from the producer. It's time to take a pause for the call. Yeah, yeah. And pay Hang some bills. Hang on that, though, because I got, you know. I was I was trying to come in with some with some break music. Oh, oh, here we go, boys! Hey, we're learning so, how to pot on the fly, and I'm loving yeah, this. Yeah, right this, this you guys get to listen to this happen. So we're gonna fade it in real slow while Sam talks about who our bullshit sponsor of the week is this year, or a week, whatever, <laughs> whatever fucking day it is. I'm just out here getting drunk, wishing I could take a big bite out of this Chipotle burrito. Ooh. So, like, use your words, Sam. All right, everybody. So um, we're going to take a break real quick while we hear from me, Undies. And um, when we come back, we're going to hit our top five and throw some D's on it. Yes, sir. We'll be back in two and two. Just bought a Cadillac. Just bought a Cadillac. 
exist, bottle cannonade. Bridge boy, send a great book. Niggas wanna jake, see it tight, no slick. Just bottle cannonade. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bottle cannonade. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bottle cannonade. Bridge boy, send a. Well, before I could walk, I had a wrench in my hand. I was my mama's little angel, my daddy's second chance. Getting brought in with some of them uh, little drive-by truckers tunes, and it's also pretty fitting. Um, so now we're going to jump into our top five race car drivers of the millennium. So um, a little uh, a little insight for you guys. So uh, before we did our pod, that was the first one that you guys heard. We did a few practice pods, and uh, top fives are something we hit on a little bit during those. It's kind of something easy and fun to do let us all argue about stuff and we we decide on a few rules for our top fives especially when it comes to sports so it's always almost always going to be 2000 and up because we've kind of decided as a group of like we don't want to sit around and argue about highlights we saw of dudes driving or playing football in the 70s and 60s and 50s like we want to talk about our opinions of the guys that we actually grew up watching the shit we've actually seen with our own eyes, not just highlights and lowlights, but the actual, you know, gameplay footage and, you know, stuff that we actually saw and experienced. So most of our top fives when it comes to sports and a lot of our conversations when it comes to sports are going to be 2000 and up just because none of us are that old. So, yeah. And it's, you know, like I said, offline, it's no disrespect to the people who did it before. It's just, we didn't, we didn't see those people do it live. So it's, it, like we understand what they did and we're not taking that away from it. Just, it doesn't resonate the same, you know, like, yeah. Like I understand that fucking Bill Russell was good as shit at basketball, but I mean, he ain't shit compared to LeBron James or Michael Jordan in my fucking book. You know, like I didn't see that dude play. So go. it's just hard to, it's hard to compare the, you know, comparing generations in anything is futile to me. Like you can't, you can't ever say someone would do better a generation than another. All you can do is really talk about, how they did in the time and if you weren't alive in the time how the fuck can you talk about it, it right? makes the right. makes the conversation boring too because everybody's gonna have the same ones because you know who's fucking great at each thing yeah so i mean yeah, just kind of keeping it keeping it current i mean everybody can relate you know yeah so so a little more insight to this top five so this is not tied down to any certain sport it's not just nascar not just f1 this is top five people that drove a vehicle this millennium right. in races. So right? which one uh, between you and Jeremy has Paul Walker number one? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> the, 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 fa- the fact that if I can show you my screen right now, his name ain't on my fucking list. I got him, and, I got him and Tyrese on my shit, son. I, I knew that would be a good, I'm not good little hit. I knew it. I was. Well, look, I'm going to. I said it, I said I'm gonna, it during I'm the break. The, uh... I, I thought about Jonan and putting Dick Trickle and Paul Walker and Dom Toretto and a bunch of like goofy cinema drivers on there, but I actually took this one serious and did some research. So, well, um, I mean, Dick Trickle was a real dude, so you definitely could have done. I'm that. sorry, Cole Trickle, my bad, Cole Trickle. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the edge lord here and say that uh, maybe Paul Walker wasn't so good at driving a car. Yeah, he didn't. God, he wasn't driving the car. Okay. God damn it! Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. We're not going to blaspheme the great Paul Walker on this. Look, those, mov- but- those movies fucking suck. 
We're not. Doing I second this right that. Now. I second. We're not. That. We're not doing this right now because me and yeah, Germ are yeah, on the exact other side of the. Yeah, yeah, just don't don't do this. To me right <laughs> yeah, now, we'll, we'll save it for the bullshit movies podcast. Oh, um, Fast, and, Fast and Furious Nine's coming out in like two months, so we're gonna. Hey, have I mean, I, I will stop recording this right now. Hey, man, I'm sorry, my fucking dick move for fucking Fast and Furious movies. All right. All right. Oh, so moving man. on. Should have moved for Harry Potter. Miss me with Harry Potter. Right Jesus. Now. Yeah. Same here. All right. So top five and points for Gryffindor drivers exactly. of all time. Um, Chaz, why don't you start us off, baby? I'm going to go to you. What do you want? What do you, you want? Got a number five. You want a number five? Um, yeah, so got a number five. Oh, well, hold on. Do you, you go to number five? If you don't have any honorable mentions. I oh, feel yeah, like whoever has honorable honorable mentions has to go first. Okay, so who has honor? I don't have I any mean, honorable I, mentions. I got one, but it's just bullshit. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> fine. So yeah, let it fly. All right, all right. This is uh this is strictly from me being young, a kid, and uh God damn it. What? What? Because <laughs> you're oh. taking my fucking honorable mention. Oh no, 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 no. You don't it, even think no, you ain't even thinking the first thing. This is just I'm telling you, this is dumb as fuck. Fucking so, Herbie out here. <laughs> <laughs> This is a name from my fucking stepdad just throwing it around as I was a kid. It's fucking Bobby Labonte, son. It just <laughs> na- the, na- the name just fucking sits in my head. It's one of the, like, the few drivers when I was a kid just heard his name. I mean, he wasn't fucking good. So he ain't like a top five racer for being a good one. He's a top five racer because that name is strong. <laughs> I'm just, pretty, I, I feel like Bobby Labonte was an R8 racer in his day. He's second a lot. So, I mean, he's got 21 wins for his career, which is a mediocre, but he ain't winning from 2004 to 2016. So, he had a bit of a dry smell. Did he drive the, uh, was he in the number five cornflakes car or was that his brother, Terry? Terry oh. Labonte. Talk <laughs> about some strong breeding. All I know. Is that he drove the NOS car, son. Sponsor was NOS. All right, so it looks like back in the day, he drove the number 18 interstate batteries car. Okay. Hey, okay. okay, yeah, I, yeah. I prefer diehard batteries, but I'm cool with interstate. So as anybody who's going to be tuning into this podcast, I think there's a definite line between uh, like me and Chaz who grew up as fucking rednecks. And then, oh, my family, my family lineage is half redneck, half white trash. I mean, I mean, Sam grew up as a one percent, he's the only one that grew up. Yeah, that boy was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Uh He ain't never even seen a NASCAR, not even even (laughs) remotely true. Growing up, my dad loved NASCAR, he just don't watch his shit anymore. Trust me, I'm fucking. Thanks, friends Sam, with Billy. Money, money talk. Yeah, my family <laughs> used to watch that shit. Save all the it time. for the Rick podcast where we just do a whole <laughs> podcast about your fucking dad. <laughs> but like, don't have him on to dispute anything <laughs> we say about no. it. Oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Just make him listen to it. Uh huh. Um, all right. So, yeah, Bobby Labonte was your honorable mention. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just bullshit. Sick. Man. No, nah, I mean that's fucking tight. My uh if I I mean if you're if you're done, I'll dive into Yeah, I only have I only have one, and that was it. All right, my number two honorable mention. This is a guy who uh, he's, he's, you know, well at the time, like I think he only spent one season in NASCAR. He was uh, fairly new to it, kind of an unknown. Um, he started out his career race sprints mainly. Uh, he did have two World of Outlaw championships, three All Star wins, seven straight feature wins, and he he dived into race into ASA, but somehow he snuck his way into NASCAR. And you know him as the driver of the number 51 mellow yellow car, and that's my boy Ooh. Cole fucking Trickle. 
Nice. <laughs> I, I love that. NASCAR has the best yeah. names. So <laughs> Boris said. I'm going to throw this out there because I feel like me and Sam got it. But I feel uh, like Chaz did not understand yeah, that Cole, joke. Cole Trickle is Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it once and I was seven. You've only hey, seen Days when, of Thunder get, once? Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. When we get so, done with this watch podcast, real you, need to, you need to dial that movie up. It's got I, fucking Robert Duvall in it. I own that shit on Blu-ray. Damn. I got that shit tattooed on my face. It's just a days of thunder across my fucking forehead. Hey, hey, Cole, when you get back out there, I want you to hit the pace car. What? Why? Because you hit everything out there tonight. I want you to fucking bat 100. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, so it's a solid fucking movie. If you like racing at all, it's like the whole Talladega Nights is based on fucking days of thunder. Yeah, just a spoof um, on it. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's a solid fucking movie. Um, Second hour will mention is an actual real life dude. He just doesn't really race cars per se. Um, he was a huge part of my redneck ass fucking upbringing, though. Uh, he was inducted into the Monster Jam Hall of Fame in 2020, the Monster Truck Hall of Fame in 2012. He did win three racing and one freestyle title throughout the 2000s. Uh, it's a guy named Dennis Anderson, more commonly recognized as a driver of the fucking Gravedigger Monster Truck. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've the, met that I, motherfucker. The, the fact that, I mean, if you, you know, finish up on Gravedigger, you know, go ahead. Well, I mean, I just like, I'm, I'm not sure if that's racing or not. Apparently, he won three racing titles. I mean, but, I like, mean, they, they race over them jumps in that track. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like when I watched monster truck racing when I was a kid, like it wasn't really a race. It was like, hey, let's see if this fucking big ass truck can jump over 47 buses or not. But and I feel like, like it's some, it's somehow a competition they time, like how like, quickly. I don't know, do. man. But I think maybe I don't know. It's fucking tight though. Fucking with me and Jerry was down in Myrtle Beach. They had monster uh-huh. trucks on the fucking TV. They're doing uh-huh. backflips. That that's shit. what I'm saying. That shit was hype. Dude, they're backflipping and shit now. Yeah, yeah backflipping monster trucks. That's crazy. I just so want to say that I, I, if I was to think. Of a, of a fucking just an, I don't know this is this is not a race car driver but I thought that Eric was gonna come out of left field with fucking Lightning McQueen for some reason <laughs> I thought for sure yeah. after the he cool trickle say, I thought he was gonna keep being goofy I and I was here he for was it say Lightning nah, McQueen. fucking shout out fucking cars though. if y'all oh, haven't seen that go ahead and pick that up on uh, VHS <laughs> oh, there's, a, there's a dude in there named Tomater 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 he has a tow truck, truck. He's a red. <laughs> he likes to make Also, Burt Reynolds is in it, so get fucked. He's the Hudson Hornet. Yes. Yeah, sick. It's a right. tight oh, ass yeah, yeah. Hey, let's. All right, let's dive in. Who's here for the Fox? The Fox. I, right. I got an honorable mention though. Before okay. we start this, so so do your honorable mention. Then get Lightning your McQueen. Okay. No, no, no. I have an actual racer. Um, my whole list is just NASCAR. I'm not going to research all this other stuff. It better be the fucking Rooster Ricky Rudd. <laughs> no. So my honorable mention top five since 2000. I'm going to go Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's not going to make my top five, but he did have such an influence and outreach in NASCAR to fans. I mean, after his daddy died, that's the only reason people kept going to races at that point. Oh, 100%. Because Dale Jr. was in it. Um, and also, there was a lot of promise behind him. He was coming off a back-to-back. What was it? It's Xfinity now, but what was it? Bush? The yeah, Bush. Bush race, baby. Yeah, Back ran, when fucking yeah. cigarettes and alcohol sponsored yeah, America. Right. The Winston yeah. Cups, son. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he won good back old to that championship. So, like, you thought, all right, this dude's about to take over for sure. And then, you know, like, his fir- I think it's his first full year in NASCAR. I mean, he sees his daddy die. So, I mean, pretty much after that, the dude, 
he won in Daytona the year his dad died. And then after that, he's pretty spotty the whole time. Like he'd win a race every now and then. And then um, he got with Hendricks and you thought, okay, he's finally going to be in some good shit. And he definitely didn't, you know, he didn't uphold the family name with racing, but nationwide paid him, I think a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. He definitely, he he has no shortage of money. He he transcended like his, his celebrity and what he did is a celebrity for NASCAR transcended what like even the dudes who were winning did like, I feel like he never won a damn thing. And I know he won a few races here and there. He never won a damn thing, but was, he didn't just use his dad's name, but like, because of like all the stuff he did was like the most famous. I mean, you want to, you want to talk about a shadow, right? I mean, it's hard to, Oh no, I mean, it's hard to listen. Yeah. If if this list went earlier than 2000 senior would be all over this fucking list. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. But yeah, your shadow and arguably the greatest NASCAR driver of all time is your dad. So it's yeah, kind of I mean, hard to live up to if that. If he doesn't go in the wall, we're talking about him right now for the 2000s. I, just, I mean, he wasn't going to stop. Probably, yeah. I do want to interject real quick on a point specifically targeted to Chaz's dad. Uh, were this competition open to what you did pre-2000, I think we would all have Dale Earnhardt in our number one spot. Absolutely. I mean, that's... Like, that's I mean, without thing. a shadow of a doubt, I know Dale Earnhardt would have been a number one driver. But because of the era that we grew up in, the era when we started paying attention to the sports, you know, it's it's absolutely no disrespect to Dale. He just – he doesn't make – he's not all yeah. my top five. For the record, I made my – I'm just going to go ahead and be completely honest because when I made my original list, I forgot about the 2000 rule. I had him number two. Okay. Right. So well, somebody I can't wait attention. to – yeah. <laughs> can't wait to hear who you had at number one above fucking have you, raise hell and have, praise Dale. Have you seen Richard Petty's stats? Oh, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, in the 70s when my racing. dad was a kid. I'm just saying, dude. Richard Petty raced up until like the 90s. But yeah, that so motherfucker fun, had like yeah. 200 and some odd wins. It's so a fun fact. Uh, Dale Jr. is in the NASCAR Hall of Fame this year, too. So, I mean, hell of an honorable mention. Um, But, I mean, I, I couldn't include him in the top five strictly because he nope. – he wasn't he wasn't that good, but you know he's all he was always around. He'd hover around the top ten. When he got in the top ten, everybody at any racetrack would stand up and think this is this is when it happens, mm. and it never happened. And he always ended up in the back somehow because some stupid shit happened. Plus, so. he's a cool ass dude. No, he's yeah, cool. I mean, as fuck. Uh, I mean, he's. I I said some asshole shit earlier, but I'm gonna go on on record now as uh. You know, you've gotten this far into the podcast, so we got your listen log. You can turn it off now and go listen to the Dale Jr. download because it's a it's a solid <laughs> it's a, fucking podcast. It's a solid podcast. It's the only yeah. podcast you would you would listen to, and it's people talking about shit you don't really know about. Yeah, and he 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 sounds good because he has a lot of money. He can afford like a studio. Yeah, so. exactly. But uh, yeah, he had twenty six wins. Um, nothing nothing too crazy. Um, so but my nut did my he number- uh, did he win a five hundred? He did he win a 500? I feel like he didn't. I feel like he didn't win a 500. I thought he won one because it was a big deal when he did. No, he I know won it the... took his it took his dad forever to win a Daytona yeah. 500. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a fact check right now. I was gonna say I, yeah because yeah, the fact checker was fucking it. around playing Call of Duty over there. So he did. He won uh, the Jer- 500. Jeremy on that. Yeah, he won the he won it in 2004. Nice. All right, so he, cool. He did win it, um, and it says on the internet it was very emotional because obviously his dad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, so yeah, so I'll lead that into my number five. But, so um, I, I was wasn't trying to cut you all off. I had it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So my, my number five racer uh, since 2000s, I'm, my dad's going to hate this, and that's why I'm saying it. Uh, I'm going to go Kyle Busch, man. 
I mean, oh, as much as he went five, hey, I figured I, if he had only NASCAR, he'd be higher. Nope, I can't, I can't not put him in here, man. I just, he's a hell of a race car driver. He's aggressive and he's everything you actually would look for in a driver. I know he's well hated around the sport, but I feel like he's kind of respected just because of the way he drives. I mean, numbers don't lie. The guy gets wins. He wins. No, he and, a, and yeah. Like he's, I think, I'd, so Richard Petty, since Sam brought him up earlier, has uh, 200 and some odd wins total. But the only, like Richard Petty won all of his races in Grand National, which was like the, before NASCAR was called NASCAR. So like his wins are all legit. But I mean, Kyle Busch, he races, he, you know, he races in the fucking the Bush or I'm sorry, the Xfinity series. I think yeah. he races trucks. So, I mean, he's he broke uh, Richard Petty's win record like yeah. two years ago, I think. And that's so, something, I mean, man. Like like I said, we're not just talking one single brand. Like, if you're a good driver, you're a good driver. Some of those no, dudes absolutely. race a ton of shit. And I, just know a lot fucking... of, I know a lot of the OG NASCAR fans. They say, well, he, you know, it's it's an unfair advantage that he's racing in all these other leagues. Well, but, then I mean, why doesn't everyone else do it? Like, he, exactly. He does it because he fucking enjoys it. And he's he likes racing. Like, he likes to win. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter what the competition is. But, I mean, they had to make a rule pretty much. That if you're a full-time driver of um, what is it? What is it called now? I always fucking forget. It's just called the. Uh, it's I'm, like now I think it's just called the NASCAR Cup Series. The NASCAR they Cup did. Series because you yeah, know they did Sprint, Next Hill, yeah, Monster Energy, but whatever. I mean, the Winston Cup. Yeah, that's remember. what it should yeah. be called. But they made a rule that you, can, if you're full-time in one, you can't win a championship in the other because of Kyle Busch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, mean, I mean, number five, yeah. and honestly, like. I, w- I went with somebody else in my number five, but like while I was making this list, Kyle Bush was uh like he was heavy on the mind, but I, I didn't want to because I didn't want to load it down with NASCAR drivers. So I was like, I can't put, you know, I can't put Kyle Bush on there. Well, I figured and I figured like, I like would be I the one right that there. does load it down. So I loaded it yeah, down. No. So fuck it. I mean, that he's unbelievably fucking good at driving a race car. He hadn't had one this year, but you know, just give it time. They, like you know, said, they run a lot he's of races. Got a very punchable face, but he does yeah. run the shit out of a car. And that's really my only complaint about him is that I just don't like the way he physically fucking looks. But like, I love his fucking attitude. I love the way he drives a fucking car. The dude is unbelievably fucking talented on the track. He's just, he just looks like somebody I would fucking hate. So, you know, I'm I'm going to go next because I actually did have an honorable mention that I completely forgot about as I'm looking at my list. Um, I got a shot. I got a shout out smoke. Tony Stewart. Tony. So, Tony Stewart, hell of a driver, fucking great racer. Murderer. Didn't, didn't rack up. Yeah, you know, he's got some shit around him. But, like, I feel like when you talk about the way a dude races and everything, like, super aggressive, fucking great driver. He just happened to, you know, I feel like he's one of those dudes that, like, you look at him and it's like he was the Peyton Manning to another guy's Tom Brady. Like, you look at when Tony Stewart was in, like, his peak, and it's when another guy who's probably on all of our lists was just fucking dominating. Yeah, he's so, for sure on my list. So Tony Stewart, you didn't get a chance to actually win. So like his numbers aren't what some other guys were, but had that other guy not been so dominant, I feel like Tony Stewart would have been all of our Well, all I'll of get to lists. I'll get to smoke later. Let me say that. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna hit also, my number five. I'm gonna hit my number five, which I feel well, like. Well, hold on, real okay. quick. I want to give a shout out to Tony Stewart for being the fattest motherfucker to ever get behind the wheel of a NASCAR. <laughs> What was another thing? reason Just I love giving him. me hope always thick boy summer as a fat boy. I fucking loved him, dude. I loved him. Granted, so my, he was, he was fat and five foot one, but still that boy's so damn short, man. So 
I'm going to get to my number five, who is someone who was mentioned earlier, Fernando Alonso. Okay. And uh, here's why. So he raced F1 and endurance races. So I'm going to give you guys some of his stats. He has 41 wins this millennium, 107 podiums. He won the 24 hours of Le Mans twice. Is the uh, the 41 wins in F1 or are they? No, that's just overall racing wins because he raced a lot of goofy shit. He's one of those dudes that he was racing endurance cups. He was racing. Right, just loves driving a car. Yeah, he just, and to me, that that means something, right? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I wasn't trying to look at just F1 or just NASCAR or something, but like, like we were talking about with Kyle Bush, like dudes that just love fucking racing. Like, motherfuckers just love. 100%. And I actually ended up while doing all this, I read this article about him where like he's one of the few F1 guys that like apparently, apparently in F1, a lot of these dudes come from money and they're like, oh, yeah, rich dudes that like Fernando Alonso grew up poor as hell ended up racing for fucking Renault and he won his two F1 championships racing for Renault. And the, the two times that and then he came in second and third racing with them. And literally his career went to shit when he started racing for McLaren and Mercedes. So yeah. like, as weird as that is like, he did better with what, what you would call underpowered cars fighting under Schumacher and um, the other guy. So he's also got, he's got two F1 championships, two seconds and one third. And he also has an FIA world world endurance championship. So like, Look that's out. just one of those dudes that like, whenever I see a dude one back to back Le Mans championships, like I know that's not the flashy thing, like other racings, but like that 24 hours of Le Mans is just like the coolest thing in the world to me. No. Like, yeah. I these mean, dudes I think, literally uh, race for 24 hours straight. Like that's just crazy. And I so didn't like, even realize they did a 24 hours of Daytona. Yeah. Well, they do. There's, there's, uh, I think there's, they do three 20, it's either two or three. So they, there's a 24 hours Daytona where they use part of the circle track that the NASCARs run on. And then they use the infield track for like a portion of the circuit. And then there's the 24 hours Le Mans. And I think there's another endurance race, but I think it's only 12. Like now that I'm thinking about it, uh, it's the 12 hours of Sebring. I'm not sure where Sebring is. I want to say it's in the U S but like part of me it also sounds thinks like it's it is somewhere. I think I've England, heard that before. So. Um, one quick interjection, the team that he did win his F1 championships with is pronounced Renault. It's a French company. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm it's an okay. ignorant American yeah. and it looks like it says Renault. That's what I'm saying. This, this so ain't Renault. exactly your wheelhouse. Sorry, so it says no Sebring is in Florida. Okay, cool. So it is in the U S so I was right. Get fucked Europe. Um, you know, whatever. Like we got better racetracks. Not, that's not even remotely true, but. Uh, no, I, I fuck with Fernando Alonso heavy. Uh, you know, like he was definitely like he didn't he didn't make my top five, but he was on the short list for set. Like uh, like when I when I threw out this topic to begin with, I just immediately wrote down a list of like 25 drivers. And Fernando Alonso was on that list. But once I started diving in, looking up everybody's records and shit, he just unfortunately didn't make the uh, the final cut. But. I will give him his his due respect. The dude well, is unbelievably fucking good, and yeah. it's you know it's nice to see him racing F one again. Also I for mean, Renault, what what got him for me wasn't necessarily the wins, and he, yeah, sure he got two F ones in between a couple of goats, who I'm sure one of us is going to get to a couple of them. Absolutely. But like, you know, looking at all these other guys who you consider like some of the greatest of all time and everything, like it's very few and far between that these dudes like branch out and decide like, Hey, I'm fucking winning F1 championships, but I'm going to go do Le Mans too. 
You know, yeah, and like yeah. to me, like that's what put him number like that's what made him five was he's not the greatest F1 driver ever. But like the fact that like at the same time, he's like, I'm going to go ahead and race Le Mans and do this other shit a couple years in a row. And like, sure, you know, and uh, like on the, the Le Mans tip, I will. Uh, I know the way they do it now is they run. I believe it's three drivers doing eight hour stints. I'm not sure how it was back in the day. I mean, we're talking way before Fernando Alonso was born. So Mm -hmm. like back in the Ken miles era, I don't know if they did two drivers running twelves or however they did it back then, but I know now it's, I'm pretty sure it's three, three drivers doing eight hour stints, but yeah, I mean, still like you're driving a fucking car eight hours around like a track. That's it's not like, part of it's a real track and then the other half you're legit on like roads that people commute yeah. on throughout Le Mans the is one of the coolest like I'm not a big racing guy but I've always oh my god like, I love Le Mans because of like my dad and like you and everybody else in my life like I've always been attracted to like some of the weirder shit like you have Laguna Seca out in California you got mm-hmm. Le Mans you got some of that like I like the goofy shit man and just for some reason when I see a dude that's you know a lot of lists I read, they had him as like top two or three, you know, F1 drivers of the millennium, not number sure. one. But they're like, you know, part of his issue was he came up fucking poor, couldn't get in a fucking good car. So he's yeah, yeah. for Renault Plus, and now winning. And I mean, he had, uh, and other guys were there around him they had to compete against. Like, but he was still he had, like, he had some stiff competition in the but, 2000s. But like, that's the thing. Like, that's why I wrote on the 107 podiums. That's a lot of like second yeah, and thirds, man. Like, that's right. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely deserves a place on somebody's top five. He's just he just doesn't was, make mine. I was gonna say I wasn't yeah. gonna interject, but he was like on my list. Like I'm a I'm a green driver. I don't know. Like I'm I'm not a big race car driver on any of the sports, but he was my top five because of the Le Mans shit back to back. I was like, I gotta nice, put him on top nice, five. Nice, nice, nice. So, so Jeremy's got him too. What uh, right. what what spot did he occupy on your top five? Well, if it wasn't five, it, it was, then say no, it was, no, no, it was it was five. Yeah, that's what I'm okay. saying. So, okay, okay, so cool. it's Jeremy's five too. Okay, yeah, cool. I mean, and, and, and Sam went through all like the the big touching points from his career. So I mean, was, I'm yeah, gonna go ahead and just absolutely. Say that Sam cleared it up there really well. No, I mean I'm I'm glad that's that's I'm glad that at least somebody gave Fernando Alonso the respect he deserves. I'm sure there's another guy that you know he might end up being on one of y'all's list. He didn't make mine just because again it was like the generation that he was having success in. There was there just happened to be somebody better. So, but I, I do hope for his sake that he made one of y'all's lists. Who, uh, your, I don't believe it's in, Eric. All right, so I'm going to dive in. My number five, uh, you know, I don't know if people call him this, but I'm going to call him this because he's weird as shit. He's, uh, in my head, he's basically the Gary Busey of fucking automotive mm. racing. Uh, he's uh, He's got, well, at the time he had a record. I think it's since been broken, but he uh, set a quarter mile time for 3.8 seconds at 337 miles an hour. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with physics, but that's fucking moving. Like, that's pretty <laughs> you know, Yeah. Yeah. The cars that my man raced uh, have 11,000 horsepower, which is considerably more than my 2017 Jetta. Uh, he's got 151 wins throughout his career. And it's weird because I'm not real sure, like, if these are bracket wins or single race wins, because I'm not, this is a sport that I'm not ultra familiar with. Um, he did win seven NHRA titles since 2000. He did win nine in the 80s and the 90s, and he also won 10 straight fucking titles from two, or 1993 to 2002. 
for a total of 17 championships. And that's my man, the crazy ass, just always screaming in your fucking face, John goddamn Force. I was wondering if somebody was going to bring up that motherfucker, man. Hell yeah, that's, I love it. John dude. Force is the reason people buy Castrol GTX fucking motor oil. <laughs> yeah, he is. That I, dude saw, is I saw him when I was Just dragging, baby, just fucking I, getting it. When I was doing research, and if I was going to put anybody that wasn't nascar that was the first motherfucker that came to mind was john force i just he, like he he loved that shit man i mean like every time i think of john force i legit think of gary Busey. yeah he's got this black sheep. big ass fucking teeth and that motherfucker yeah. i every two years i'm pretty sure he wrecked the fuck out of one of those cars right and that's what i'm saying like i can i can understand the argument from any of the listeners that say like drag racing is not real racing like i get that i understand where you come from all you got to do is not die for four seconds like i'm with that but like also you got to have just balls made out of fucking adamantium to get behind the wheel of one of them fucking cars man like there's no chance i would ever do that shit Dude, those fucking cars just blow up like literally halfway through the yeah like strip. explode they- explode and then they just come out on the other end right sometimes like, i'm not talking about blowing but, up like throwing a rod like yeah, we would like, blow up on the highway I'm like they legit is a fucking fireball yeah i'm not talking death. you and your cousin are trying to mix tide and and all that shit under the sink to make a bomb i'm talking this right. blows the fuck up like that shit is <laughs> nuts man so no that's that's my number five old mr john force uh, i know his kids are or at least one of his daughters maybe two of his daughters are yeah, they big race. in the drag race yeah, they now, race. so that's good, man. Hot that's, too. That's, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know the one is pretty decent looking, which is crazy. If John Force is your dad, his, his wife, his wife must be a smoke show because his daughters are attractive as hell, and like you said, he's the Gary Busey of racing, man. It's right? Just, he's he's just fucking nuts, man. But like at some point, like all these dudes got to be some sort of fucking crazy, right? Like you're driving, well, especially these him. Like look at what he does. At, like like the, the shit he does with like fucking blowing the like. It's it's ridiculous. Like right, that's what I'm saying. Up, if you this, look up like fail videos of those drag races and shit, like it's bad. Also, if you're if you're just curious about racing in general, this is nothing to do with this list. But look up like the uh, the guys out in like fucking Saudi Arabia that take like the SUVs from I've like the nineties and strap fucking massive turbos. Oh, we definitely touched on that before. We definitely had some beers and watched that shit. Yeah, that, it's crazy because they're like Arabic fucking rednecks. Like, <laughs> I want to so drive great. out there and just kick it with them boys, man. They yeah. look like they know how to have a good but, fucking time. They don't want to kick it with you, but we want to nah, kick it with them for sure. They don't. So. uh but, I think it's Chaz's. Chaz is the last five we need to hear. No, motherfucker. You heard about nah, that. number five, motherfucker. Oh, that's right. Kyle's I threw out that, that yeah, two time champion. I'm the number now. four now. I thought, I thought, oh, that's right. Sorry. So it's my number four. This which, is why it's Chaz's podcast and not yours. I, I thought he said Kyle Bush was this, whatever. So I'm going to catch shit for this. And it's yeah, probably are. not where he should be. But my number four is Michael Schumacher. Oh, man. He's probably too low on the list for some of y'all. But when you just line up his stats with the dudes that got ahead of him, he, he got a bunch of his wins. He got he had a big chunk of his stuff in the nineties. Um, from two thousand two in the nineties, from two thousand on, he had fifty six wins, eighty four podiums, five championships. Um, I, I, he's pretty widely known as one of the two or three greatest F one drivers ever. Um, I'm pretty sure I read an article like I didn't realize this. He's in a coma or like a vegetative state. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he went, finished, he like went finished, into a wall and no, no. Finish your bullet points about him, and then and uh, like you know, for all like for all accounts, he apparently was an amazing driver. He like retired twice and kept coming back, and 
whatever, then apparently got into some crazy accident. And I, I think he's like the F1 goat. He's up there with Mario Andretti of like the greatest pure drivers of all time, probably. But, you know, at the end of the day, I started comparing his stats with the dudes I had ahead of him. Cause I got, like I mentioned earlier, like one of the things about racing to me is it, it, it's pretty simple. It ain't like you got an O-line blocking for you. You can blame if you're a driver, you're going to win. Right. And I thought I was going to have him higher on the list. Then I got his podiums and his wins and everything down and realized that as good as he is, and I know he set a bunch of records early on that have now since been broken. I, I couldn't put him higher than four in good. So, with the other three guys I have, and one of those three, I'm going to catch a lot of shit for, but. So I'm going to, uh, since he's on my list, he's uh, not my number four. He's my number three. Um, just to hit on the stuff that you already brought up about him. He is a seven-time world champion. He won two championships with Benetton in the 90s. Yep, and he won then, five in a row in the 2000s. But yeah, five straight with Ferrari from 2000 to 2004. Right. So that's he's a big reason why Ferrari is a like not a relevant name, but like why people you, – you think of Formula One, you think of fucking Ferrari, right? Mm-hmm. Like they go hand-in-hand because of fucking Michael Schumacher. Uh, you know, this is career totally as 91 wins and 308 starts, 155 podiums, 68 pole positions and 77 fastest laps. So, I mean, the dude was by all accounts, just an, a fucking force to be dealt with on the fucking track in his day. Uh, just speaking on, you know, where he is now, obviously we've talked about how his son is racing for Haas automation, which goddamn, I hope he gets the fuck out of there soon. Um, he did not get in a car wreck. He went on a skiing trip, you know, cause he's, I mean, he's worth like a billion dollars. Like the dude is just yeah. unbelievably rich. And, uh, he went on a skiing trip. I think I, I don't remember the exact year, but I know I like, all, it's I been, it's all like 2013. Yeah. It's been going on for a while. Uh, he had a skiing accident, doinked his head off a fucking rock. Uh, he was in a coma for a couple of years. Like, I think it was like two or three years. He was in a fucking coma. Yeah. They got him out of the coma and now he's just I don't know if he's in the a, article like, I read. The article I read said he is at home, but in a vegetative state. Yeah. And it's weird, too, because like it's so this isn't, you know, he lives in Switzerland, so it's not they don't have like this American concept of like the paparazzi over there. So like his family is ultra fucking secretive yeah. about what's going on with him. But uh, from like all accounts, I've heard he's at home. I'm not sure how if he's unresponsive or anything like that, but he's definitely he's he's not what he was in his heyday. Yeah. But uh, if uh, you know, I mean, if anybody's concerned, not concerned, but like if you don't know who Michael Schumacher is, which like is unbelievable if you don't. But uh, yeah, I mean, just look up his highlights, whatever. Cause I, like, because I've and like. He's, Before he's I even did this his, list, I heard his fucking name. Like I knew right. who he was. one of those dudes that like I knew I knew fuck all about F1, right. but I've heard of Michael Schumacher. And that, that Mario was, that was ready when exactly. Daddy let me drive. That was back in the <laughs> that was back in the good days when uh Michael Schumacher was driving the Ferrari sponsored heavily by fucking Marlboro. Which I went to Marlboro man, but cigarettes love the cigarettes and NASCAR and racing. I don't know if you all know this, but Jay Z is the Michael Schumacher of the rock. I mean, like, like crack. That's that's what well, I hear. But uh, on you. it's in one of his one <laughs> one actual point about Michael Schumacher, the race car driver. Um, now that I've immediately forgot what the point I was trying to make is, um, 
I don't know. It's just, it's totally escaped me. Just move on, I guess. If I, said, I think I mean, of it, I mean, I'll cut somebody off. I mean, I feel like me and Sam, you know, didn't have any connection in our picks, but the motherfucker is just running down my list right now. So I also had Michael Schumacher at number four on my list. So, I mean, I just, I guess I don't even have to talk. I'm just going to let Sam talk and we're going to have the same list. Fuck it. I mean, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> so it'll be like every other podcast. My, we shit, do. my shit's getting goofy at some point. Trust I me. I mean, yeah. I mean, I hope so. But, all right. Well, shit. Chaz, what's, uh, what's your number four there, boss? Oh, man. Um, NASCAR wise, I'm going to have to go. God, I, it was between these two. Uh, one dude just fucking won a lot, but never won anything that mattered. Carl Edwards. You remember that motherfucker? That I back, remember the name, but like, I feel like he was one of those guys. Motherfucker. Yeah, he was. I feel like he was one of those guys that always finished around like 24, 25, like the real mid pack type of dude, but I could be way off on that. Cause so, like, yeah, you know, I, like we talked about, really top or, five with him? he won, he won, uh, he won like 28 races or whatever, but he, it just felt like for a couple of years, he was just always backflipping. Like he was there. Like he was always like, oh, like the physically backflipping. Yes. Physically like, backflipping. Car was upside yes. down at some point. Like every time you. he won, he'd do a backflip or whatever. So, so a dude mm-hmm. in your top five only won 28 races. No, I said that's why it was between yeah. these guys. I mean, yeah, I, he I'm used putting... to just hop out the whip and just flip. Yeah, just flip. Yeah, I got you. No, that's that's all you had to say. I immediately remember the guy now. So yeah, I don't yeah. think any of those other He just like up and quit too. Like he, he quit kind of in the prime too, which is wild, but whatever. Uh, no, he didn't quit. Never mind. Because he, he quit way later. Like it was way after Dale's death. Because I know like a lot oh, of these yeah. got, oh, got leery yeah. after that. No, this dude quit like late 2000, like right. Like it was just out of nowhere though. He's just like, uh, I'm done fucking racing cars. But whatever, I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, he was big into Subway, I think. Maybe he took that over because because of Subway and all that shit. Yeah, well, but, uh, I mean, Jerry is a pedophile, so <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go that route. But uh, I'll say Kevin Harvick, number four. Uh, he's solid. He wins a lot. He's always there. He's always in the top ten. He's always fighting for the lead. He's got a championship, a well earned one, and he kind of carries the bow tie thing, kind of because he was yeah. on Earnhardt's team. You know, Earnhardt died. Harvick kind of got on the team, and you know, I, I just. I've always kind of liked him, and I feel like he just he carries Chevy pretty well, and he, he's good. He's good. So, uh, sure, and also it, like hold on, I love uh, that. Like, okay. where, well, like I'm a huge a huge advocate for like vices getting into sports. So like big into tobacco and alcohol, just like telling you to kill yourself, basically. Um, shout out Kevin Harvick driving for the best beer sponsor in NASCAR right now, the old the old Bush Classic. Oh yeah, uh-huh. it's uh, I mean Bush. If if you don't know, take your fat ass to fucking Walmart and get you a thirty pack of Bush for twelve bucks. <laughs> that suitcase. No, I, don't think it's, dude, I mean I'm I'm more it, of a Bush it, latte. It ain't twenty twelve anymore. I don't think that shit's still still twelve bucks. But, All right, uh, it might it might be thirteen day, now. It it's probably twelve eighty eight. You know, there was a lot know, of nights, way. there was a lot of nights back in the day. Me and Eric had fucking playing fucking Call of Duty and splitting a suitcase yeah. of Bush. Go ahead and get you a thirty. It, it, rack our of life the next morning. There's well, no, it's only if you drink. Yeah, I was gonna say that's if you if you dive into the bush heavy, you'll wake up with a headache. But if you get bush light, baby, you're good to go. It's, it's still a headache, light. but it ain't as bad as the headache. Nah, bush, bush latte hit different. Yeah. Son. Bush heavy, you might not wake up. I mean, that's some fucking. Yeah, yeah. That's some diesel fuel. It ain't bubble. I mean, like that's, well, we did it a couple times, and it, it it's yeah, it's, it's on par. It's on par with fucking with. I mean, I wouldn't say it's beer as bad as Bud Heavy, but yeah, it's up there with anybody's heavy, heavy beers. Bud Heavy might as well just say liquor. Yeah, I mean, that fucking shit. 
Hey, that's a listen, fucking fact. I agree. Ain't, no, ain't nobody we're listening talking, to this podcast drinking Budweiser NASCAR. unless you're going home and beating your wife. Hold on. We're talking NASCAR <laughs> and you guys are somehow blaspheming fucking Budweiser. My grandfather is rolling in his fucking grave right now. Budweiser, Winston's, and NASCAR go hand in fucking hand. I will yeah, say, I don't know. Kevin Hart. I don't know how much NASCAR your granddad watched, but a lot. He was, that was like his thing. It was he was he was obsessed with fucking NASCAR. So my yeah, dad was that boy loved Mexico. I know that. <laughs> a couple wives down there. It's not important. It's a, a couple. It's um, not a, you got you a couple on. grandmamas. <laughs> one of the uh, well, one of the things I saw about Kevin Harvick just while I was doing my research is like like his wins are low as hell, but he he's consistent as fuck. Well, no, I saw like from 2010 to 2019 he had like or maybe it was 2000 to 2010. I don't remember. It was one of those decade spans. He was the racer with the most points, like in terms of like where you scored. It was like he only won five times, but the dude like was always top fucking five. Yeah, so I'm saying he he was consistent. He's been consistent. His points were his point. He never fucking won a race, but that dude didn't get wrecked, and he was just always placing. I mean, kind of putting it to this year, like Denny Hamlin's first, but he ain't won a fucking race. I mean, that's just well, that's well, that's the thing about racing. Like at the end of the day, it's like how many races you won doesn't exactly go to like if you win or not it goes to your points right that's why podiums and top fives matter yeah and i'll uh yeah i'll say this about harvick he's a uh he's a certified fucking dog right like d-a-w-g like (laughs) he doesn't he he doesn't win a lot i mean he he definitely wins his fucking fair share races favored a lot like he's always like they always want him to win so the and I'll, i'll throw out the the alternative to being a dog here in a second. So he's a dog, right? Like he's always, he's in, he's in the top tens. Like he's going to be on your fucking ass. Like you, yeah. you always have to be aware of Kevin Harvick. He's not a killer though. A killer. Kyle Bush is a certified fucking killer. Yeah. He'll take like, you. Yeah. Out. yeah he'll, well, he'll fucking come up and Kyle Bush will win the, the 10 races a fucking season. Like that well, dude is just, you have sneaky. guys who, I feel like Har- races, Harvick's just going to be an annoyance. Like, look, you know, th- this is going like to sound going to be on. This is going to sound shitty, but I feel like it's somewhat true, right? You have the guys that have that fucking Talladega night mentality of like, motherfucker, I am winning, or I'm going to goddamn wreck fucking trying. That yeah, is the, old, the, the Rusty Burns dilemma. Yeah, yeah, that was Rusty Burns. That's fucking you know Earnhardt. Earnhardt was like that. Earnhardt. A lot of them guys. Yeah. A lot of them dudes are like that. It was like, I'm going to be on your, I don't want to, I don't want to just be happy place in second or third. I'm going to be in your fucking shit. And if I wreck and wreck you, then fuck it. It yeah. is what it is. Then you have guys like Harvick and the other guys who score a shit ton of points and are always in the mix for winning championships. But when it comes down to it, they'll fucking, they'll just chill out and take fucking second. Cause they know they're getting the points. Like it is. Yeah, what it hundred percent. It, it, and listen, I, I respect both mindsets, right? But if I had to pick one or the other, I'm picking the dude as a fucking dog. So you're picking Harvick? No, I'm picking fucking. I'd take Ky- the fact oh, you're, you're picking. You're picking the, the fact killer. that you have the fact that you have <laughs> yeah. Harvick ahead of Bush blows my mind. But that's it's that's not, not what I said at all. So have another beer. <laughs> <laughs> I said Harvick is a certified dog. Oh, yeah. you're talking about you're talking about Chaz's list. I got you there. Yeah, Harvick is a dog. Yeah, Chaz, Harvick's or, a dog. Uh, Kyle Bush, Bush is, a is a fucking killer, dude. That motherfucker wants to win. Yeah, killers, killers are. I mean, they're, they're, they're four. They're four or five. So I mean, it flips either way. It's I not know, like right, they're right. at the top know, where it's know, like this motherfucker's one for sure. I mean, it's I know, they, they flip flop. Whatever. You so you're uh, Sam. You're number four with Schumacher, right? Yep. 
And that was also Jeremy's number four. Yep. So I think it's time for All my right, number so three. Y'all are well, I haven't even done my number four yet. So I want oh, you to die the back my bad. No, I just Michael Schumacher is my number three, so I won't have. Oh, that that's right. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my number four, uh, they came out with a series of video games uh, in this dude's sport, but they weren't named after him, which blows my mind. But I think he's also a victim of the Deshaun Taylor treatment. Um, I'm sure at this point, if you played video games, you, you well, if you play racing games specifically, you probably get where I'm coming from here. So the games were Colin McRae's. I don't know, fucking whatever rally championship games. I think he only got video games named after him because he died like in a car wreck or no, he died in a helicopter wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, so this dude has 79 rally wins, 119 podiums and 925 stage wins. What's in rally. I mean, that's a big deal. Cause you don't race like in rally. You're not racing side by side through the winds, yeah. right? Like yep. you, you're, they set a time for the stage and your objective is to mm-hmm. beat that time. So he did that 925 times. He's a nine time world rally championship champion, I guess. Uh, he won all of those nine consecutively. So dude is a certified fucking killer. Absolutely. And his name, he's a French driver. His name is Sebastian fucking Loeb. So, Yep. Solid input there, Sam. As no, he, he's on my <laughs> list. He's on my list. I just don't want to tell you what number he's at. Well, I mean, you got to because now you lose that spot on your list. He's my number two. Okay. Well, yeah, I had him at four. He's your number two. So I mean, I, I just, you know, I'm going to go ahead and jump in real quick. 79 wins, nine in a fucking row. Yeah, that's... In your sport. And, like, this dude, he was the... I remember, like, I, I was in, for some reason, in a weird time, like... I was into rally because of like sitting in my dad's garage watching Volkswagen, watching that fucking channel, the fucking, you know, the, what was that fucking like gears or whatever channel? Look, it was I don't, I don't give a fuck what sport you're in. If you win nine straight championships yeah. in your respective sport. And that's why like, I was like sitting here looking at my list and it was like probably the reason Schumacher got so low is I'm sitting here looking at it. And I was like, I, fucking this dude fucking dominated, man. Like, I knew who you were going to say it. I was just waiting for you to fucking say it. But, like, yeah. this nah, fucking I mean, guy, like, when I made my list, I thought I was the only one was going to have him on it because I thought it was goofy. But, like, I remember him from being a kid and, like, every rally race back in the day, like, sitting in my dad's garage where, like, we're doing goofy shit and, like, we had the fucking gears channel on and, like, he's just blowing the competition out the fucking water. Yeah, like, he's it wasn't just even ripping, ripping through some fucking forest in Sweden. Yeah. Talking about like, I'm just the best to ever fucking do this. I will yeah. say it's uh they're not honorable mentions, but if we did extend this to just racing anything with a motor, uh Jeremy McGrath and Valentino Rossi would have made my top five. Mm-hmm. But so, since we're we're talking about cars here, not fucking shit on two wheels. So um, for the record, I was doing out my best to figure out. out who Jeremy McGrath was. I was like, who was that guy from the early two thousands? Yeah, it's that not ran the guy from Sugar Ray. That's Mark I know, McGrath. I know, but I kept thinking his name was Mark McCarthy. So I was like googling like motocross McCarthy and like fucking up. But I was like, yeah. who was that fucking guy that used to dominate motocross? Yeah, dude. like was married to Pink at one point. I'm pretty sure. And like nah, the guy was, was a, like, that was, that was a freestyle guy. That's a uh, Corey so, Hart. Car- yeah, was Corey that Hart. was that Car- oh, Okay, Hart, is, is, is it Carrie Hart or Corey Hart? No, nah, it's Corey. Did you Corey. say googling? Isn't Carrie Hart the guy that sang <laughs> sunglasses at night? No, they're they're both Corey Hart. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Regardless, yes. Yeah. You know, 
the motocross guy was something I thought too, but I feel like we said race cars. So yeah, yeah. I them off the list, but yeah. real specific. Cause like, I think, well, I mean, we could all theoretically ride a motorcycle, but only one of us technically has a license to do that. So oh. it's, it's me, not yeah. the three of these yeah. other dorks. It, it has a motorcycle. Well, he ran once. A, it is, I have a license to in a parking legally spot. carry a gun, but I don't have a gun. <laughs> hey, I got that shit too, but I don't carry my gun because I don't fear for my life. I oh. decide not to go places that threaten me. So, like, okay. I don't need to carry. We a gun. are fucking off topic. So yes, yes we Sebastian, are. Sebastian yes. Loeb is the fucking What's shit. Your number three, bud. <laughs> no, we're at four. No, I just did no, my no. number four. Yeah, we're at three I know. Now. Jesus Christ, Sam! Oh, and you want to call this your podcast? No, I want to call it his. <laughs> I mean, I'll go number three right now. Yeah, Jeremy, throw out your number three. Uh, I'm gonna go Sebastian Vettel. Okay, I like that. Four and, uh, straight championships. I'm gonna say it's four straight championships from 2010 to 2013. I mean, he's got 53 wins, 121 podiums. But I'm not gonna go deep into all the crazy shit like that. I'm gonna go off of one thing that really put it in there for me. His 2021 car, his name is Honey Rider, <laughs> and the fucking where, where that where that really hits me special is a fucking. <laughs> Pecker. And no, I mean no. It, it, <laughs> it, it comes, it comes deep because that was a fucking like a, a chick's name in a James Bond movie named Doctor No. Her name, her name was Honey Rider. So yeah, dude, Doctor No is a banger by the say, way. So for that's, any that's, James Bond heads out there, I say that's, that's what like the third me, James Bond movie ever with Sean Connery. It's a banger. That's like, what I'm gonna give you some, give some insight to Sebastian Pedal's 2021 ride. It's a fucking joke. He's racing for uh, Aston Martin, but it's there. It's not. It's not an Aston Martin engine. It's not, like Aston Martin is just a name on the fucking car. They used to be um, the team he races for is. It's uh, I think it's called Aston Martin Racing, whatever. But they used to be Racing Point, who before Racing Point was uh, Force India. So basically, like his teammate is a kid named Lance Stroll, who is actually pretty good. He's a pay driver, meaning that like he bought his fucking seat in formula one. Uh, his dad owns a team. His name is Lawrence stroll. He's a Canadian billionaire, which I didn't even think people in Canada had money. So, I mean, that's tight, but, um, no, Sebastian Vettel definitely in his day was a, a certified killer for sure. Like, I mean, he won, he won four straight titles with Red Bull, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, um, Hey, he's definitely good. He's uh, he's falling on some tough times. He's, he's basically the crotchety old man of formula one now. But, you know, I mean, he has glimpses of, like, maybe he's good. But for the most part, it's like, oh, there's Sebastian Vettel coming around on his cane and walker. And well, he was, he's, he's the he was this dude I, in Formula One right he now. He was this dude I read about. I mean, he's only 33, though. He was like the... Right, but that's... He might as well be 100. In uh, a lot, I guess in a lot like of the good. list, he was the guy that came in third behind ship, behind... um schumacher and alonzo of like right yeah because he was he was there like championships well yeah but it wasn't just that but it was just like listen like these like these were the top three for all these years schumacher won most of them and then vettel was like right kind of fucking with alonzo but he won a couple more but at the end of the day like alonzo was probably a better driver but like yeah yeah. Vettel was still pretty good like basically everyone was stuck in schumacher's shadow while like little alonzo were battling for it so no no spoilers here, but Vettel Vettel and Alonso fall between like two ultra specific windows in Formula One, where you have Michael Schumacher, Alonso Vettel, and then you know a driver to be named later, 
comes in after yeah. their reign of terror or whatever. But no, I, I respect I respect the Vettel pick. Uh, I thought I about feel like our top sure. two is the same now that you just said that. Uh, I mean, I don't know because uh, I if the guy who's my number one, if he's not every well, I know he's not going to be Chaz because Chaz did all NASCAR. But if he's not on your number one, then like you didn't do your research. I don't, well, with like, what I'm, you just said, then he's obviously my number one. Yeah. yeah. So all right, cool. So we got Sebastian Vettel coming in at number three for Jeremy. Uh, Chaz, who you got a number three, bud? Are you just taking my fucking hosting? I'm sorry. I, you know, <laughs> I didn't. I, also, hey, I'm all for it. Hey, listen, hold on. I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't mean to take your host spot. And also, Chaz, I didn't mean to sun you there and call you bud. It's just. <laughs> I love it, dude. You sunned him. Oh. Just go tap him on the head next time you see him, dude. Just you dude, know. Jeremy, Jeremy got so mad at me down at Myrtle Beach because I kept calling him butt. I'll take like I don't I don't know when I'll just I be in the hotel room and just be like, hey bud, hey, how you doing, bud? Oh, like, I know why I know why that motherfucker hate bud, but we don't get into that. There's one thing that sucks being called more than bud. It's chief. Don't call nobody fucking chief. What you think of chief? Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. That's for another nah, we, too. Yeah, we ain't yeah. we ain't diving into that on so, this podcast. So I got I got one man for this three spot. And if it was the nineties, this boy would be number one. Well, it ain't the 90s, so. I know, but he's number three. And it's All right. JG, 24. Beat a man. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I mean, if you're talking NASCAR in the 2000s, I feel like Trying three to. ain't a bad spot for him. Yeah, no. I mean, the dude, until he retired, he was always just around. Like, mm-hmm. you want to talk about a pest? Like, obviously, Jeff Gordon's heyday was in the 90s. I mean, fucking Earnhardt. And a little early 2000s. He had some early 2000s love, too. I mean, you know. I yeah. think he I think he won a ship in the early 2000s or two. He won one championship in 2001. Um so that, uh was that a product of Spingate? Uh, Spingate. Get into that. Uh, it's uh Clint Boyer purposely wrecking at Richmond to get Jeff Gordon into the chase for the fucking championship oh, no, that hell year. No, not in 2001. Hell no. Yeah, that, that was before the chase, man. That's that's when they were strictly going off points in 2001. Yeah, that was uh, the that's, old that's speed. I never heard but, about man, that, but that is yeah, fucking awesome. Now, as as much as I like I love Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer is a solid dude, but uh yeah, I mean ultimately like, it wasn't up to Clint. Anyway, that's that's team directive, you know. You get that shit coming down from Somebody calls out from the box and says, "Hey, uh-huh if you want to keep your car you better wreck yeah you can jump on youtube and you can hear like the the helmet audio from boyer and it's like it's so obviously a fucking code like his crew chief like buzzes in he's like you feeling loose or you know some shit like that and clint's (laughs) like back there or no clint's like yeah or his crew chief is like hey you you got an itch and clinch or clint is like uh yeah, like, do I need to scratch it or whatever? And his crew chief's like, yeah, that's affirmative. And then he just fucking spins out. And it's on a caution <laughs> lap, too. I, so it's I never like, understood. Yeah, what the fuck? I never understood why those teams didn't just turn one of those cars around to go the opposite way of the track to take somebody <laughs> out. Yeah. Dude, or just, was, like, was, slow was, down. Like, do something crazy. Fuck I was doing that shit every race in NASCAR 99 on my <laughs> N64. You, like, as soon as a race started, I would just, like, stop and flip the bits around. That was a whole goal. Like, I'm killing everybody in this fucking race right now. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about Jeff Gordon. No, nah, I mean, he's he's great. He's a great racer. You know, he's been around. Hate him or love him. I know he's a also, lot of people. I've heard he's, a lot of people say he's the prettiest racer ever. I know a lot of the women used to love that motherfucker. He do got a pretty face. I mean, I feel like that's just disrespectful to uh, somebody who's on my list upcoming. But, you know, whatever. I, well, like, I can see well, it. Well, hold I on. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Prettiest NASCAR driver. 
Yeah, I say, like I, I mean, said, that's disrespectful. Who's somebody who's on my list? I mean, oh. since since uh that was Chaz's number three, and he was my number two, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that now. But he only is my number two because I grew up in a household that just oh, yeah. worshipped no fucking Jeff Gordon. <laughs> yeah, the fact Literally, that you like, didn't put him number one blows my mind. Just out of well, fucking I can't, like, no, brainwashing. I can't. I can't. Out of brainwashing. So like Jeremy, let grew Billy up in hear the house. this podcast. He'll be mad as hell. Yeah, seriously, get Billy to listen to this shit and give us five. No, nah, he, nah, he's rolling over. I just heard him roll over right now. He's just <laughs> mad. Just, Jeremy, Jeremy grew up in a house uh-huh. where legit JG24 beat a man came from. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So I, I could not have him a number two. And that JG also, don't stand shirt, for Jeremy's initials. Shirt is coming. Exactly. Merch is coming. JG24 beat a man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, <sir>. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't paying for shit on that. Got to. Uh-huh. Got to. Oh, All right, so Jeff yeah, Gordon, that's, number that's, three. I yeah, fuck that's with my number three. Uh, I'm gonna just give an honorable mention for each one. It's fucking NASCAR. Why not, right? Uh, fucking Mark Martin raced his ass off in the late hey, 2000s. Dude. So I mean, just I touching do, on man. that, we don't have to touch on that. That motherfucker's old as hell too. He was a hundred. Yeah, he was 107 years old racing a car. But we can move went on. from driving the uh, the number six Valvoline to uh, probably the number six Viagra. That's how old so. he was. As far as honorable mentions go, do you have Swerving Ernie Irvin on your fucking honorable mentions? <laughs> or no? I do not. I do not. I'm waiting for a fucking awesome Bill from Dawsonville to fucking pop up uh, on somebody's fucking honorable uh, mentions. He ain't on my fucking list. Neither is his dumbass son. <laughs> All right, so nah, both them boys are real. I'll good, go ahead but... and hit my number three real quick. Yes, sir. It's uh, Jimmy Johnson. God Ooh. damn it, Samuel. Why? That's my number two, baby. Well, me and you had our two and three swapped, obviously, because I had Loeb at two, you had him at three. No, nah, we had uh, so I had I had Loeb at four, oh, Schumacher, right. Schumacher at three, and Jimmy Johnson. That's at right. Two. So me and you had the similar there. It was just a little bit flipped around. I mean, Jimmy Johnson is a fucking goat, dude. I mean, he is the without a doubt the best NASCAR driver of the millennia. He had seven titles; five of them were in a row. 87 wins and then 259 top five finishes. Yeah. Which is just, just seems ridiculous to me in terms of point standings. I mean, yeah, there was that. I remember that time when he was winning like five in a row and it was right around when like tiger and some other people were doing shit. And there was legit conversations of like, if you consider NASCAR guys, athletes, who's the best athlete, who's the best athlete in the world right now. And there was legit conversations of like, well, no, he won the Jimmy uh, Johnson like the, just keeps fucking winning. <laughs> like, yeah, he he won the Associated Press Male Athlete yeah. of the Year in like 2007. Yeah, or also, because at, like, at some point you're like four in a row, and it's like, dude, this guy's just dominating hey, his look, fucking sport. You know, whatever you can you can sit here and argue about football, basketball, baseball, soccer, tennis, whatever. Like them boys driving them fucking cars, like. They don't have air conditioning. Like them cars are hot as shit. I'm not saying they're not athletes. I'm just, right. I'm no. just making that like, comment for no, like no. other. Okay, I'm, t- I'm just giving context. It's for a, the listeners yeah, no, 100. percent Like, but those the simple fact of the matter is for sure athletes. When you talk about a dude that dominated his fucking sport for that fucking like, call it an eight year period because like even before he was winning, he was even before he won championships, he was. Fucking pulling yeah, yeah. and doing good as hell. Like, Certified killer. That motherfucker was just fucking killing it, man. To win five in a row at anything. Jordan didn't win five in a row. Nobody fucking wins five in a row of anything, dude. Five in a row is nuts. Yeah, and I mean, like, 
and he won them all. Same car, same team, driving the uh, the number 48 Lowe's for yeah. Hendrick Motorsports. Fucking Lowe's, like, man. Like, legit, Jimmy Johnson is the only reason people fucking go to Lowe's. Because any self-respecting man is going to Home Depot. I mean, I, but, I go I go to whichever one's closer. and I, got I mean, you go to yeah, Lowe's if you want. Where we I, live, I, Home Depot is closer, if that helps you to, guys figure out where we live. No, nah, just hopefully not. We live in the, the, the four corners. Des Moines. <laughs> We're in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Yes, sir. We lived that river we were talking about earlier. I misspoke and said the Potomac. It's actually the Missouri. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, good luck. Um, no, I mean, Jimmy Johnson is a certified fucking killer for sure. He did, make Lowe's, he did make Lowe's dope. And he had one of my favorite, literally probably my favorite ESPN commercial ever. Where he's when chopping up the fucking he, speed bump. He has bump. the pickaxe on the speed bump. And the guy's like, good morning, Jimmy. And you see his fucking car wrecked. And he said they're baking the spree. Mm. Dude, that shit. No, that so shit made I mean, me fucking giggle. That and Drew Brees, when Drew Brees says, stuck. what's Drew Brees say? He said, the gate is narrow. <laughs> Those are the two best ESPN things ever. Nah, so, that's, that's, all this, if, shout out fucking, just it, you can turn this podcast off, pull up YouTube and type in, this is Sports Center commercials and watch all of this. <laughs> there is a bunch I mean, of them. You got the, ben the Roethlisberger carrying the guys out. They're like, should yeah, you tell yeah. them that it's a... Uh, should we tell him it's just a yeah? Drill? You got you got the fucking New Jersey Devil on the fucking elevator and mm. uh, like uh, Kenny Main or not Kenny Main, I can't remember who it is, but he's like you going up and the fucking Devil's just like it's an audio format, so nobody can yeah. see me shaking my head. But anyway, <laughs> just go look him up. Um, yeah, so Jimmy Johnson is six all time in NASCAR wins, which is pretty fucking solid. I mean, like, which it surprises you know, he, me he's only sixth. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's crazy because you look at the dudes ahead of him. So you got like uh, Richard Petty. That's one of the only names I can remember. Daryl Waltrip, uh, who shout out Chaz for turning me on to the the Dale Jr. download. That's it's good, right? Two, yeah, it's a two part episode with so Daryl Waltrip. Well, uh, I see Dar- Dar- there's Waltrip. a bunch of those dudes that raced fucking for eternity, and then like yeah, Waltrip fucking won a bunch. But like, I feel like Jimmy Johnson like had this fucking great span. And then he teetered off a little bit, and then instead of just staying on, he just said "fuck it" and left. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he, like he knew he was gonna go down as like the goat, so he was just yeah. like, "shit, whatever." I'm gonna go race Indy cars, see if I can do that. Hopefully, he sucks in that. But if he's real good in that, then this dude is a certified <laughs> killer. But uh, no, I mean, Waltrip is only ahead of him by one win. I think he's tied with like one of them Allison boys from like yeah. back in the '70s or whatever. Um, but Jimmy. yeah, no, so. That, that podcast Bobby. Is solid, man. It was yeah, like, yeah. Wasn't it Bobby so, and Jamie? No, nah, I was like Bobby and Kenny or Kenny. Sid? Yeah, I think it was you're right. I Bobby and Kenny. I thought, yeah, I thought fuck, the, one okay, of them was Bobby Jamie. and somebody. Jamie Allison at some point. I swear to God, there. Were. I mean, it might have been. Um, but now, if you uh, if you haven't heard it, which I'm sure nobody has, go listen to the the Dale Junior downloads two part episode with Michael Waltrip or Daryl Waltrip. Sorry, don't listen to anything with Michael Waltrip on it. That dude sucks. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's weird because like my experience with Daryl Waltrip, like I watched him race for a little bit when I was a kid, but like for the most part, he was just uh, like he was an announcer in the booth and like he like he was good at it. But like anytime there was a wreck after Dale Earnhardt died, he was always just like, oh, no. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. And it was just like, come on, dude. Like these dudes, yeah. they're fine. Like they, the, their head is legit like nailed to the fucking yeah. seat. Like they're yeah, not yeah. dead. Um, so chill. 
but uh <laughs> no nah, it's a solid fucking podcast i want this a part one i'm gonna dial up part two part tomorrow two when better, i go play golf. he talks about uh fucking cheating <laughs> so yeah, yeah. nah that, that boy so, funny as shit man. so we got to everyone's thirds who has a second left we haven't talked about yet i got a second okay uh, yeah my, my second was jimmy yeah your second was jimmy my second was Loeb, who we already talked about my, so, my second um, was jg24 be the man He's got yeah, that. Yeah, and then uh, so we'll, we'll I think, leave y'all. I think I, I think we hit Chaz's second, and then we uh, do a little bit of a break, and then uh, come back for the. Actually, no. Let, let's get through the top five, and then we'll do a break. No, nah, no. Nah. Let's get to uh, let's get down to number one. Okay. So, so yeah, Chaz, is your number two. Number two. So my number two um, is uh, he didn't get convicted, but, <laughs> but but allegedly he killed a guy. And you want to talk about killers in racing. This man is a killer on the track and off the track. Actually, I don't know about off the track, but if you're doing it on the track, I don't know what you're doing in international waters. So I'm going to have to say smoke. Tony Stewart was one fucking hell of a driver from 2000 to when he retired. And not only was he good at that, he fucking bought a race team and then won with that race team in 2011. So, I mean... I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Who's your number two? Tony Stewart? Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart is my number two. For sure, man. 2011, I remember this vividly. Like, he won in the early 2000s. He had two championships. He has the second most behind Jimmy Johnson. He has three. So, he has two in the Home Depot car and two in the Stewart Haas uh, number – or one in the Stewart Haas. He He has – the second most of the 2000s, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. From 2000 say, to current. Jimmy, yes. Yeah, Jimmy, has Jimmy and seven. Dale are tied. Tied. Sorry. Oh, oh no, no, that's total. But from 2000, Stewart won three race, three championships. So he won two with um, Home Depot, Joe Gibbs. I mean, powerhouse of a team since day one. And then he won the one as an owner, which I don't think had been done since like 87 or something. Whatever. Right. But um, that year that he won that last one, I've never seen a guy want to fucking win a championship so much. I remember watching every race because he was in it. The la- You know how they do the last 10 of the, the championship playoff thing? He won five of those. He won five fucking races. And even though he won four before the last race, it was him and Carl Edwards. Poor Carl Edwards could never win a fucking championship. But literally – the only way for Stewart to win this championship was to finish in front of Carl Edwards. They finished one, two and Stewart won. So right. he won the race and he won the championship. I mean, what a, you know, what a way to, you know, get your last championship. It was hey, look, I mean, hey, you know, you I'll, know, I'll sit here and dog on Tony all day, but like that motherfucker the, could race a car. Yeah, no, I'm Five, not taking baby. away from that boy's ability to drive a fucking race car for being as short and as round as that motherfucker was. <laughs> like he would drive the living shit out of that Home Depot like, car for with, sure. And also with you doing NASCAR, he I, I think 100 percent would do MI too. Like like I mentioned earlier when I made him an honorable mention, like the only thing that I think held him back was Jimmy Johnson. Like the fact that Jimmy Johnson existed in that whole fucking Lowe's car, which is actually funny now that we say it, it was the Lowe's versus the Home Depot there Shit, for a baby. while. Like, it's funny. Look, all hell. I'm saying is if like, if, you're, like, if you're, had if Jimmy your Johnson not dominated and- so much, not fucking been in his way, like smoke probably would have won a lot more. No, absolutely. I was going to say, if you're, if your choice on home improvement stores comes down to what this podcast says, uh, 
like Home Depot is better in general, but like if you Cheaper need to buy too. tools, well, if you need to buy tools, though, go to Lowe's because they got I was gonna cobalt say, shit. It, yeah, that's what I was going to say is like if you just need like some wood and lumber and shit, go to Home Depot. Yeah, if you're going to buy like their fucking tools. You definitely you broke, go to Lowe's. If you're a poor person, you go to Home Depot. Well, shit. I mean, if you poor, poor, you just take your ass to Harbor fucking freight. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, you you want to you want to touch shit, on even one if you're rich, that, you buy that tool, you only need one time. Just so we can touch on there, one thing that, break. that Tony Stewart ain't good at, and that's riding roller coasters because that boy's too short to get on them, motherfuckers. Uh-huh. Well, we <laughs> we can also touch on one more thing that Tony Stewart ain't good at, and that's not killing people. <laughs> so, man, what? But a on that note, I. Uh, I, th- I think we're gonna we're gonna shut her down for a fucking yeah. break time. We're here. taking a little pause for the cause here again, yes, sir. Pay some bills. Yeah, I mean we got to. So, so uh, everybody, we'll... I want to give a little shout out to Extends. Ooh, you know, giving you that fucking game. You know, no, stop, it works. It stop works. At the I gas use station it. before you go to a house and get yourself a little bit extra inch. You get a Walmart. We're going. We're going with Extends and not the uh, what's the shit that the big hurt Frank Thomas tries to sell. It's like oh, the, that's uh, the, the low testosterone boozer. The low T. I don't know. Remember, hygienics or something like that. Ah, uh, yeah, hygienics, not eugenics. <laughs> that's the study on how races aren't equivalent. But yeah, now run out. You know, take this time to fucking pause this podcast. Run out, get you some fucking some low T medicine, and uh, whatever Sam said was the sponsor. I don't know. I've, I've had a bunch of beers, boys. So, I'm so have I. Yeah, so I love riffing, but. You throw me on a spot for a sponsor that I'm making up that we don't have. Yes, yeah. sir. Shit, whatever. We ain't making no hey. money off this. We'll be back. It was painted red. The stripe was white. It was 18 feet in the bow of the stern line. Second hand from a dealer in Atlanta. I rode up with daddy. When he went there to get her Put on a shine Put on a motor Built out of love Made for water Man, even a country music hater Loves some shit like that every once in a while yeah, like, I just want to point out and... that that dude's talking about Buying a boat in Atlanta Like, <laughs> Atlanta ain't nowhere Near the fucking ocean No, but they were probably going to a broker in Atlanta Because they were from like Alabama or something You know? Okay, these one percent problems. My bad. Uh, It said broker. Atlanta got this fucking podcast. I don't know. The only thing I'm getting is more broker by doing this fucking podcast. (laughs) That's it. That's it. (laughs) We'll make money off this sometime this millennia. So uh, we're back. It's time for our number ones. Numero uno. And uh, we're going to let Chaz hit it off here, Chaz. Chaz, who's your number one Come on, man. race car driver of Come the millennium? Come on, man. Tell us about Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> hey, y'all boys know who the fuck it is, man. Yo, you got me fucked up. You don't have Martin Jimmy? on your top five at all? No, because the motherfucker didn't Jesus. do anything until, like, what, two years ago? Shit, you didn't do nothing until two years ago. That's mm-hmm. actually kind of fucking accurate. So yeah, Until okay you met that. me. That's right. Now we got a podcast. So everything seems uh, to have worked I'll put you out. On. I'm the Dr. Dre to your Eminem. <laughs> I'm all right with being Marshall in this. <laughs> Even though me and Dr. Dre got the same birthday. So, I mean, if you wow. want to get whatever. You want to talk about stats. fun shit? Talk about stats. Yeah, you talk about stats, you know? I'm getting tripped up with the birthdays. But anyways, fucking Jimmy Johnson, man. Dude has seven championships since 2000, which is fucking ridiculous. And he won five in a row. I mean, nobody does that. You guys already talked about it, so I'm not going to touch on it too much. 
But, I mean, the dude's just fucking good. Nobody could beat him for five years in a row. Nobody came close. It's just Jimmy Johnson got into the chase every year, and it was like, hey, Jimmy Johnson's going to win another fucking championship. That's what he mm. did, man. So it's he was like cheating, I, though. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Who gives a fuck? If you, if you ain't cheating, you ain't winning, and you ain't racing. No. You, 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 you ain't trying. Exactly. That's right. So, I mean, fuck it. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. get that shit tattooed on my nutsack. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> I love that. Shout out Bill Belichick. I don't <laughs> think he said that. I think it was like, uh, I don't know, one of them like NASCAR crew chiefs probably said that shit back in the 80s. You stick an extra gallon of fuel in them fucking fuel lines. It's probably Daryl Walter. Uh-huh. He said, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, Jim- God. Jimmy Johnson's so fucking good, man. I mean, it's just like I feel like once he got to seven, I feel like even as Jimmy Johnson, any racer, you're like, man, do I really want to break this record? You know, two legends have this seven. Do I really want eight? You know, I just feel like seven's enough. Also, I mean, point. shout out Jimmy Johnson having the best uh like commercial or whatever. Like I know Sam hit on the ESPN commercial earlier, but He's got a commercial that was in rotation late in his career where it's like a it's set up like a like a French fucking cologne commercial, but it's like you de gasoline or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's like a Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR commercial. Whereas like it's this whole it's like black and white and it's like real like deep voice romantic sounding or whatever, but like at the end of the commercial it just ends up being like a bile full of fucking gasoline. <laughs> that shit's yeah, lit. Let me just fucking I mean listen. We, we, we already hit on this a bunch, but if we're talking about strictly NASCAR, Jimmy's 100% the answer, right? Yeah, also, like, like you threw out the point. And earlier, he could have been, like, he, he could have been higher on a, he probably could have been higher on my list. I took other, I took the other two guys instead, but there, there's no argument here that Jimmy's one of the fucking goats. No, I mean, there's the, he, he definitely, he's the number one NASCAR driver of all time, but he's not going to take number one spot. And, uh, but you hit on earlier talking about Jeff Gordon being like a little cutie back in the day, but like, he ain't got shit on Jimmy, man. Oh, no. Like, Jimmy, Jimmy had that stuff going. Yeah. Jimmy ain't even a bad looking motherfucker. I just remember like my mom. I think, uh, I remember my I mom think, and Frankie being all about like, you know, I don't know about who wins, but Jeff Gordon, good looking as hell. I think, uh, I think both of them boys from California, though. Mm-hmm. I know Jimmy Johnson is for sure from California. I want to yeah. say uh, Jeff Gordon's from California. Shout out my boy, uh, to, I don't know, whatever, fucking the like Randy Quaid character in Days of Thunder. He said, well, if, you, if you're from California, you're not a Yankee. You're you're not really anything. And Robert Duvall says, you said it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. It was Randy Quaid, dude. I forgot Randy Quaid's in that movie. Uh, so, yeah, Jimmy Johnson from <laughs> El Cajon, California. Yeah, I believe it's pronounced El Cajon. Oh man, whatever, bro. I'm from yeah. we, we, we're fucking from the, the grammar other side. police, fucking Pujat, Peugeot, fucking Renault, Renault, like fuck it. Grammar yeah, police I mean, out here just for fucking. sure. It's it's not the grammar police, it's the fucking sound like not an idiot police. Uh, and then uh God. Jeff Gordon from I'm gonna make sure I don't fuck this one up. Uh um, sure Valley Ho, California. Vallejo Is in it? It's Vallejo. Uh, <laughs> Jesus right. Christ. Well, let me go back to fucking school. I'm fucking Billy Madison my way back to the fucking the school. Know, <laughs> the only reason I know how to pronounce that is from a ludicrous song. But it's not important. Whatever. Let's dive into that number one. Jimmy Johnson, number Here's one from the boy Chaz, the NASCAR representative. I, I appreciate that to no end. Me and Chaz fit to quit, start our own NASCAR podcast. But I love it. So that's I love the it. first branch of the tree. So, um, sir. so Germ, I'm going to let you kick it off because three of us, the other three of us have the same number one, I'm pretty sure. Germ, I'm going to let you start it off. I mean, Who's your number one? 
That's easily fucking Lewis Hamilton, bro. I mean, the motherfucker just stay winning. And it's like I said, I'm, I'm not a big F1 or a NASCAR guy, but all you hear about in F1 is fucking Lewis Hamilton. I mean, the motherfucker is tied for the most championships. He's got 108, 14, 15, 17, 18, 19, and 20. I mean, the dude just stay winning, and he's probably going to win another one this year and take the, take the record. So, I mean, that's that's where my bullet points stop. He's just fucking good. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, your bullet points stop where I'm going to pick up. Like, we're talking about from 2000 on, and this is the probably the one guy on all of our lists who isn't done yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've talked about a bunch of these dudes who are fucking awesome and won a bunch of shit and whatever. Lewis Hamilton's fucking 33 years old, I think I saw. Like, that dude ain't stopping anytime soon. And he's already got – is he 36? 36. Whatever. He's 36. He still ain't ain't stopping anytime soon. So, what I have for his stats right now, he's won six of the last seven F1 championships, 166 F1 podiums, 96 F1 wins. wins. And before he started racing in in, in F1, which I think was like – 2005 he had five championships and like these other racing things he did so that gives him a total of goddamn 11 championships this millennium like he's he's fucking amazing like he just he's a fucking goat and i feel like he's like you said he's probably gonna win again this year right who knows when he's gonna stop winning but like that dude is his fucking name he already did win this year well, no, I meant championship-wise this year. Like, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Verstappen looks good in that Red Bull. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean, like, you guys have hit on some of the stats for sure. Uh, I'm not really here for, like, from 2000 on, like, he's the guy, though, because, like, Schumacher won from 2000 to 2004. Schumacher won five straight. And then Alonzo won two, Raikkonen won one. Hamilton did win an early championship with McLaren in 2008. Or I'm sorry, yeah, no, 2008, but before that. So Schumacher went 2000-2004, Alonzo 05-06. And then Kimi Raikkonen came out of left field and won one with Ferrari in 2007. And Kimi Raikkonen's a, just a dog for sure. Like he's, he's stuck on a shitty Alfa Romeo team. He raced for Ferrari for a while, but... Kimi Raikkonen is a cool-ass fucking dude. And then Hamilton won one with McLaren back in the day. And then Jensen Button stuck in and won one with the Braun Mercedes team. And then it was Vettel's four straight. Lewis Hamilton won two. And then his teammate, Nico Rosberg, won one. And then Hamilton's won the last four. So, like, I mean, for sure, Hamilton is absolutely a certified fucking killer. But, like, I wouldn't say he's been, like, the most dominant force since 2000 because, like I said, you had Schumacher, Alonso, I mean, he's Reichman, number one on your list. Then why is he number one on your no, list? No, yeah, no. So he's number one I feel on like the you're list. arguing against it right now. No, I'm not arguing against him. I'm just, I'm just giving some context for why this dude is so fucking good. Um, So, you know, starting from bullet point, you know, whatever, like the last thing I entered. So he is the first black F1 driver in the history of the sport. So... For all the people, you know, like on the other side of the pond that are talking about like how Europe and, you know, the Middle East and China and Asia, whatever, is like more inclusive than NASCAR. Uh, Again, like it doesn't really doesn't really set itself up for like black success in F1. So either way, Lewis Hamilton is the first black driver. He does have the benefit of and again, like as I think 
for anybody who watched the Bahrain Grand Prix this past weekend. Like he does have the benefit of being in the best car for the best team, like in his hair for sure. Like Mercedes just fucking dogs, but like Verstappen is there to challenge that dude for sure. Oh like, yeah. Verstappen is in his shit, but like every, other every, stats, every good number one is good because they have that other guy. Right. right. Like that's so, what ma- almost makes them so good is they got a dude that battles them. Well, I mean, that's the same. Like, even when, like, back in the day before, uh, like, Valtteri Bottas was there, like, Nico Rosberg is no fucking joke. I mean, he won a driver's championship, like, in his day, too. So, like, I mean, Hamilton has, like, Valtteri Bottas is probably, like, the second best racer in F1 because he's on such a good team. But, like, if you put uh, Bottas, Botas, however you want to say his fucking name, if you want to put him on, like, Williams or Haas or Alpine or any of those teams, like you probably wouldn't be as good. So, I mean, like Formula One definitely plays into like how your car is built for sure. But so then, like moving forward with some of his other stats, he has set 53 fastest laps in his career. He's got 98 pole positions. He, uh, this past race in Bahrain 2021, he's uh, the most laps led in F1 history with 5,126, which translates to a total of 15,905 miles of just pure fucking ass kicking. Uh, he's won at 29 different circuits. He's got 264 consecutive starts. Uh, he did miss the 2020 Turkish Grand Prix because he had Corvid. But, you know. I mean, still, like, 264 consecutive starts in F1 is equivalent to Cal Ripken Jr.'s record of consecutive starts in MLB. Yeah, I mean, it's... Like, it's it's insane how consistent you have to be to start that many races in your career. Um, yeah, we already hit. He's got 96 wins. 96 wins and 267 starts. So that's pretty solid, too. He, uh, he replaced Michael Schumacher at Mercedes when Schumacher finally hung up the fucking cleats back in the day. I know, I know Hamilton got his start with McLaren, but then when Schumacher was like, fuck it, I'm done. Like I'm just old and ultra fucking rich. Uh, they signed Hamilton. He's a seven time world champion. He's won six with Mercedes. And like I just said, he won his first one with McLaren in 2008. So, I mean, like the dude is, Oh, also, you guys are just calling him Lewis Hamilton like he's a common peasant. He's a but fucking sir, knight. Yeah, he's Sir Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, he is Sir. I, I meant to. Lewis I had Hamilton. that on here and didn't say it, but I saw that earlier and it blew my fucking mind. That motherfucker was knighted. You know, like we talked about earlier, like Sam was talking about, like Fernando Alonso, like being the underdog, like it's not underdog in terms of racing, but like just his general family history. Like Lewis Hamilton grew, grew up in the same shit. Like he yeah. lived in council housing when he was a kid which yeah. is like the american equivalent to like growing up in the projects or whatever like his dad was his fucking mechanic back in carding and shit yeah. like he slept on his fucking couch like in his dad's shitty fucking apartment or whatever yeah and that was another like, reason why like I, it, it, that was on part of my list was like you know like you, you read all these f1 guys and so many of these f1 dudes are just like rich motherfuckers that get into racing right Yeah, absolutely but like you know alonzo was him but like you look at like lewis hamilton who like it isn't just about the fact that he is obviously the best F1 driver in the world right now. Right. And probably the best dude behind the wheel of a car right now, period into sentence. Like it's, I don't think you can, in terms of right now, I don't think you can really argue that. And then the fact of the matter is he's already won a shit ton and he's like been breaking records and he ain't stopping anytime since. No, there's also, yeah, I the, think... there's also the fact that like you mentioned, like 
I'm not trying to get like real goofy about this, but like he's like a good looking hip dude at F1, right? Like he, like I feel like, you know, you read these articles and like I'm trying to kind of start getting into this because you are. And I actually think F1's actually pretty fucking cool. But like he's like become this like weird face of F1 they really haven't had before. Like, yeah, you mentioned it. He's the first ever like black F1 driver and he's fucking dominating. And like there's all these other things that go to it to where like, I'm not saying he's dominating because he's black or he's cool because he's but it's just like this whole, like he he's reached this, he's really fucking good, but also has this social niche that he's hit of being like a fucking rock star. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude's got like a fucking earring, like a nose fucking piercing and like all this other shit. He's just like, he, he's on a different level of like kind of driver that like people are used to. He's just like a, like a new age, like face of the sport. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely think like he's he's responsible for a lot of people who wouldn't normally dive into F1, um, like checking out the sport, man. And, you know, like it's definitely like F1 and American presidents have a lot in common where it's like, oh, like your dad was a president or like you come from money and like, yeah, like for sure. Like you're a shoe in to be an F1. Like, I mean, we hit on earlier talking about a couple of the dudes like Lance Stroll, uh, Nikita Mazepin, who like legit their dads just, they paid for them to have a seat in F1. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, Lewis Hamilton has gotten where he's at. Like he's gotten to his station in life just based on pure talent alone. And yeah, I think as far as this podcast goes, I was the only person that watched like the actual Grand Prix uh, this past weekend. And, you know, it came down like it didn't really come down to the wire but like at the same time it did like so this was the i don't i don't want to say the first because i don't really have that experience in watching but like it was one of the few times that he's been challenged to win a race like his his whole and again like this this isn't taken away from his ability as a driver but like because he's on the best team with the best car like it it makes it easier for him to win races but with Verstappen racing for Red Bull and what Red Bull is doing this year, at least what they're perceived to be doing, um, like it was a good challenge to whether or not he was going to win the yeah. the race in Bahrain. And like, I mean, you saw it like firsthand, like Verstappen did everything he could to win that race. But ultimately, like it came down to Lewis Hamilton on older tires, driving a slower car and still winning the fucking race. So the dude's talent is there for sure. And like, I don't think he's going to coast to a fucking eighth championship, but I, I do think when the season's said and done in mid December, you're going to see Sir Lewis fucking Hamilton raising the driver's championship again. And honestly, like after this year, I think he'll, he'll probably call it quits. Like it's not that he's old or that, you know, he doesn't need like, to keep doing it. No, yeah, it's like I mean, he's, what else does he have? He's to gonna break? be thirty-seven years old almost, and like break. He's already broken all the fucking records. Yeah, I mean, he's the fucking guy. He so could only you only I, keep I, doing it if he wants to, but I feel like he might be one of those dudes that might want to keep going. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see going into next year, but I think like if he wins eight and breaks, you know, Schumacher's record, I think he'll hang him up, and then he'll just you know he'll be like, all right, like now it's your turn to prove something, Max Verstappen, because. 
Like, by all accounts, Max Verstappen is the guy that's going to take the torch after Hamilton fucking retires. But in all the things I read, like Verstappen, once again, like we talked about this earlier with like Alonzo and some of the other guys and some other people like Tony Stewart, like at some point when you're, you can be fucking awesome. But when you're the Peyton Manning to the Tom Brady, guess what? Right. Yeah. You're 100%. No matter how awesome you are, you ain't got the ships, you know? And yeah. like, you know, other sports, you can argue a bunch of shit, but like racing, I feel like is one of the few sports, like you just said, the motherfucker won the race on older tires and a slower car because he fucking won the race. Yeah, I mean, like racing is one of the few things where like stats are stats, man. Like at the end of the day, like those take aside a wreck or something crazy happening. The dude who's the best driver usually wins the race, right? right I feel and, that's, like, and that's the thing, like Hamilton like while i said like he is in the best car for the best team like he's also real fucking good oh yeah like, 100 percent. even even if he like his tire situation at bahrain like even if he wasn't on the best tires he probably still would have won that race because he's so fucking good at driving that like he can manage older tires to beat guys on newer tires like the dude yeah. is just unbelievably fucking talented so i think without a doubt he's the unanimous number one race car driver outside of nascar outside of nascar right yeah but i mean like just to give just to give chaz a little bit of love chaz kept his list in nascar it's no disrespect to chaz's list for sure like by going all nascar but like formula one is like the pinnacle of race car driving like it's got it's the most money it's the most technical you have to have the most talent to do it well, it's, like, it's a whole different it's a whole different thing like right nascar nascar drivers are millionaires i feel like fucking lewis hamilton might have a billion dollars no i mean he's just <laughs> it's like soccer, to, soccer to football man it's right like soccer yeah. to football it's yeah, like, like football biggest shit ever in america but outside of america soccer um yeah. football is the biggest sport in the right. world man they get paid a billion dollars to play fucking soccer for a reason you know right? the same so time i mean i i think that's a you know not to hijack sam's job here but I think that's a, a tidy wrap up to the it is the it got is. me fucked up podcast. I mean, it's, it, well, it's, it, it's not how it's you stand by your car; it's how you five. race your car. Oh my god! Don't oh, even get me started, mad. Jeremy. Jeremy just got hey, me. Hey, hey, we're not he wants, we're not diving wants into make fast me, and no, I'm here. gonna I'm gonna stop myself. I stopped my. I didn't even say nothing. I took a deep breath. But I'm so we gotta we gotta dive a bit. in. We no, we need to dive into. It's time for what we watched and did this week. Well, hold on. It's time for what actually has us fucked up this week. Well, I was going to do that. I was going to say that for last. You want to do that All right, first? That's cool, baby. Hey, this this is your podcast. No, 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 no. It's Chaz's Ta-da. podcast. Chaz, what do you want to do first? Uh, Eric seems ready. All right, Eric. All right. What, I mean, Eric, talk about- here's the thing. So, everybody, so we are the Got Me Fucked Up podcast. That's what GMFU stands for, right? So... A thing we're trying to do, but not really trying. But if it happens, if something really gets us fucked up, we want to share it. So, um, Eric has a couple, and I actually have one too. So, um, Eric, right, so, I'm going to let yeah, you hit I, yours. I have two. I'm going to hit the one first because it's directly related to the bulk of this podcast. And, it's and about for the record, racing. we don't share these with each other. We keep them secret, and then yeah, we no, just like is, rip them this on here. Top secret. <laughs> you, the listeners are hearing it at the same time. The fucking the co-hosts are hearing it. Mm-hmm. So. The first thing that's got me fucked up. Hold on, for the record, is, there's no co-host. There's one host, and then there's you guys. 
You're right. It's it's Chaz and then me, Sam, and Jeremy are just the bottom <laughs> feeders of this podcast. Um, so the first thing that has me fucked up, and like I'll preface this by saying like F1 has a, a streaming service, and I don't understand why more sports leagues aren't doing this. So I don't I don't understand why like NASCAR is not doing it, NFL is not doing it. I think uh, MLB actually does do it, but they do it in a fucked up way, and it's it's stupid. It costs a bunch gonna, of money. But yeah. yeah, we're not we're not gonna dive into fucking how fucked up Rob Manfred has Major League Baseball right now. But. WWE used to have one, and just this week they switched over to Peacock, and it's a whole thing. So yeah, I it's, I mean, it's just bullshit. So I watched the. I was at work. I probably shouldn't have prefaced it by saying <laughs> that, but. Um, you can, uh, hey, you're the editor. You can take that out. <laughs> hey, whatever. You know, I, I was at work. I was doing work while I was doing it. But like I watched the uh, the Bahrain Grand Prix through the F1 TV app, which I pay for. But like I watched an entire race with no commercials. And I mean, granted, like I'll give the benefit of the doubt because an F1 race is only 60 laps. Mm hmm. But, like, there's 60 laps where the track is, you know, like, two miles, two and a half, three miles long. So, and there's, you know, there's a lot of turns. And, like, to counteract that with the NASCAR live TV broadcast of the Bristol Dirt Race, which is 250 laps around what I think is a half-mile track, it's just every five seconds there was a fucking commercial. And, like, I I will give NASCAR credit. They do the side-by-side thing where – you know, you're watching the broadcast. They put the race on a smaller screen on your TV on the side, but then they run the commercials on the other side. But what pisses me off about it is that the the commercials have the primary audio. So you hear the fucking commercial while you're watching the race. And it's just bullshit. Like, I would pay the fucking money to not have to hear the commercials. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't understand why... And, you know, it's partly it's a, it's an American thing. It's a capitalist driven society. You know, everything's about the fucking bottom dollar. But to counteract that, like F1 makes substantially more money than NASCAR does. Granted, they're a global sport, whereas, you know, NASCAR yeah. is super regional. Like it really only applies. They still to make US. money like they're poor right now. And like I had the I, I Googled it to like took out the, the revenue I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say like ballpark figures like F1 makes like 1.2 billion a year and NASCAR makes 600 million. But it's just like, what the fuck is the deal? Like, why don't you have your own streaming service where I where I can just watch a fucking race? You know, like NASCAR or what just like racing in general compared to like the NFL, NBA, shit like that. Like there's no TV timeouts for racing. Like it's, it's, they run the race. They only stop under caution, red flags, black flags, whatever. So like when you come back, you know, that's why they had to do the side by side side thing. So you can watch this shit at the same time as a commercial. Cause like, you know, if you, if you just cuts commercial break, they don't stop the fucking race because there's a commercial. Well, I think they, you know, they even brought the stages in and the, in the, what is it? Competition cautions for advertisement. Like they were like, Hey, we can't just stop this. Like the NFL, there's no quarters. Let's just put this bullshit in. And you know, and like you're watching the NASCAR broadcast and they, and they want to sell it. Like, Oh, we got the competition caution to get the field bunched up. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. We can have a whole nother race. It's like, nah, you brought the competition to caution in so I can watch 
fucking advertisements about Allegra or yeah. some herpes fucking, medicine or Gillette, like some shaving right. yeah. shit. Like it's I don't like, need to just, see that. Man. Just run the fucking race, man. I think like it's a big disadvantage to them, and that's why like a lot of people refuse to get into the sports. Like I feel like in 2021, people have thrown to the wayside the the notion that NASCAR is just some like buck tooth fucking redneck sport. Like people want to get into it, but with any American sport. It's hard to fucking watch it when most of the broadcast is fucking commercials. Like that yeah. shit, you know, like it's not even strictly racing. Like, I mean, like football does it too, but like you deal with football, like yeah. whatever, because it's football. It's the biggest sport in like the side the by American. side. It's just, a, it's just a loophole for them to fucking just, right. Yeah. It's you know, like what we'll, we'll keep it on, but we're going to show you this shit know. and we're going to focus. I mean, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to take a peek behind the curtain real quick, but like the first air quotations sport that i feel like figured this out was wrestling so like back in the day man if you guys are back in the day when you guys probably watched wrestling i still do for all the listeners um you know there'd be like a commercial break in the middle of a match and you come back you know what the fuck's going on and you just assume that you're like slapping on each other outside of the ring and who gave a fuck right but like wrestling's done a really good job of like doing like the picture and picture shit doing commercials so there's still a bunch of action going on and then one of the one of the best like bought things in the world is like was the WWE network like 999 a, a month like everything fucking else but like there was no commercials for a bunch of this shit like the pay-per-views are fucking free every week every fucking month because you had it and like you didn't have to deal with any of that shit it was just like straight up fucking wrestling and like it was fucking awesome. Now it's on Peacock, so we'll see how that fucking goes. So what did they do during like the TV timeout? So like if they went to commercial in the middle of a match, like did they just stop wrestling for a second? And like stand well, no, like turnbuckles. Well, like no, that's the thing. Like back in the day, or like do you come back on a delay? Well, no, like back in the day, it used to be they'd go to a commercial and then you'd come back and like it's just like oh they've been wrestling this whole time I guess like whatever. Right now yeah, it's, it's just- like now they keep the picture in picture to where like. You can watch them still wrestling while like they only do like 30 right. commercials real quick and then come right back. Yeah, I mean, like I get where you're but coming if, from. Like, but I if you're on the, the argument. but if you're on the network and like the stuff that's like on the network that you pay for, you don't have to worry about any of that. Like like you're saying earlier, like the F1 network. Like if you're watching shit on the WWE network that no longer exists but did for a while, like there was there was none of that shit. They never fucking cut out in the middle of a match because they were controlling their own shit. Right. I feel like at this point we're pushing like a high time limit. Like you guys are probably tired of hearing us talking. Oh, they got me fucked up pod because the four of us get fucked up a lot in terms of like shit just bugs us. No, you get fucked up a lot. So now it's time for the final segment of the week. Sam's movie review. Mm. Uh, I'm here for this. Name. Uh. So, uh, mute my mic and go to bed. I'll catch Uh. you. On some night, on some nights, we will uh, all have watched the same movie that week. This week, this was kind of a late addition because I watched a movie that was a fucking shit show. So the movies, I actually paid for it too. Everybody, I rented the movie. <laughs> As boy, one percent man, he gonna get a movie if it's uh-huh. shitty or not. Uh huh. I was scrolling around trying to figure out like what's a fucked up movie I could watch, and I stumbled across this movie called Monster Hunter. So it is. A, it's based off a video game, which some of y'all may have played, which I wasn't a huge fan of. Like, it's not a bad game, but it wasn't very good either. It's the video just like, game is called Monster Hunter, by the way. 
Yes, it is called Monster Hunter. So the movie's Monster Hunter. Uh, the director is the same director that made all the Resident Evil movies. Um, it's starring also same, video games. Yep, it's star. It's starring that Mila Jovovich chick. Mm, so um, hot. Ti is in it for the first yeah, like. So she's 10 so minutes. hot. Ti is in it only, but only for about ten minutes. Spoiler alert. Um, Tony Jaw for you boys who um, love those Ong Bak movies and some of that crazy action shit. So for um, the two people. So let me just say, um, so you got the video game and then you got what this movie was. Um, this shit got me fucked up, dude. So like <laughs> the movie, the, just, just, just to give you all a fucking picture, right? The movie starts with this fucking boat, right? It looks like a pirate ship. But it's like sailing across is it, sand. Is it the Black Pearl. It looks like the imagine the Black Pearl sailing across sand, going like 150 miles an hour, right? I feel like they did that in uh, At World's End. Like, keep going. And the first thing you see is guess who's the captain of the ship? Johnny Depp. Ron Perlman. Who knows who Ron Perlman is? You. You don't know who Ron <laughs> Perlman is? <laughs> no, who's Ron Perlman? You, you ever seen Sons of Anarchy? No, I got um, I got time on my hands. You ever uh, seen about Google Ron Perlman? You'll see his face and be like, "That." Oh, dude, you should have just said the motherfucker. What was the Hellboy? Should just yeah, Hellboy. Yeah, so he's the captain. You see him for a split second. You get a bunch of this weird like. All the characters are like. So, uh, do you ever play Monster Hunter Chess? I played um, I played uh, ten minutes of it. I know Germ did. And decided Madden was probably better. So it's yeah, like, a, right. it's a, yeah, right. It's an all right game, but it is very like Japanese RPG with like the characters and a bunch of the goofy shit. So like they sprinkle that in, right? Like the first five minutes is like very like over the top JRPG goofy with some shit. And then after five minutes, they go to America and it's, Mila Jovovich in TI and all these fucking Marines. And then somehow they end up in a fucking time warp and end up in some other fucking millennia or like fucking whatever. And monsters are fucking killing them. TI gets fucking killed pretty fucking quick. Like it's just Mila Jovovich after like fuck spoiler alert. It's just after like 10 minutes of the movie, the only, the only Marine that survives Mila and it's Tony Jaw, and they don't speak the same language. And there's a bunch of weird, like, goofy fucking shit Jaw going room. on with them, like, not fucking speaking language. What well, do they do? They fuck? No, sadly, no. There's no. Well, fucking. fuck. I'm out. I'm done. Not watching. And then, no like, sex, they kill I'm a out. monster. If they like, ain't doing sex. There's like, there's like, literally, like, no story. Like, the story means nothing, right? They so the story isn't they ain't hunting monsters. No, the story is like somehow these marine motherfuckers get like time warped through a portal in this other world and there's this monster floating around and then like her and tony jaw have this weird like moment where he teaches her how to use like monster hunter weapons like she has these two daggers and they touch together and they're fire and dude it's fucking ridiculous man and then next thing you know here comes fucking we're 40 minutes into the movie they kill one monster and they find another ron perlman shows back up and his whole crew of like overly like the top JRPG characters. Like it goes from like one movie to another. Like all of a sudden, like all these goofy ass, like 
like you know what I'm saying when I say JRPG characters, like when you watch those, when you play those Japanese RPGs, like something by Capcom or something by one of those companies, and like the characters are like over the top, like fucking goofy. Like imagine that in a movie. All of a sudden they show up. Now they're fighting a fucking dragon, and then ten minutes later, I'm she's, trying to slay a dragon. She she falls back through a portal I'm to, into I'm a, trying to chase one. She falls, <laughs> she falls back through a portal into fucking Afghanistan. The military picks her up. Wait, and then the dragon and the dragon follows her through the portal. The dragon somehow fucks up the entire military. Right? Is this Khaleesi's dragon or no? It's just this fucking dragon. This dragon fucks up the entire military, like ships, helicopters, you name it, right? Glitter. And then they kill this dragon with a sword. Like, so this dragon fucks up a bunch of jets and shit, shooting bombs and shit at it, but you kill it with a fucking sword? That sword tough, man. They, like, they, dude, it was it's, just... It's fucking Excalibur or something. You know, and then the, the end of the movie was so, literally... So the they're movie, in Afghanistan with no weapons of mass destruction. So they just got Apparently not. So that's they had what GW them. They had them. They had them. Now watch the dragon, drive. The dragon fucked up them, fucked up the mass destruction weapons. And then she fucked them up with like this fucking arm hook and like a sword. Dude, it was, God, dude. She, it was, she, put, them in a, she put them in a guillotine? Legit. This was literally, listeners, this was one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my fucking life. Like, so would this have been better or worse with Arnold? It wouldn't have mattered. Would they have gotten to the? Would they have gotten? If it to was the, the same, if it was the same script and story, you could have put anybody in it. That's how bad and like, like non consequential and what like about, hold on, so if weird. Like there was literally should, like none of it made any fucking sense. You swap it out just Arnold like, Schwarzenegger for John Cena. Does that make it better? No, like you could put The Rock in it, and I'd still watch it, but it wouldn't have been a good movie. Like it I mean, was that I mean, bad. I, f- I feel like that's how bad it was. Really made it. Here's what fucked really me really up, man. It. Here's what fucks me up though about this movie, is that so IGN gave it a three. I mean, that's right? solid. Right. IGN uh, gave I'm, it a three. I'm a three. So in the exact sentence <laughs> of IGN was, I never thought we'd say this, but this is no Sonic the Hedgehog, which that got me fucked up. But somehow on Rotten Tomatoes, this motherfucker has a seventy from the audience, dude. Like I want to know what audiences vote on Rotten Tomatoes. To People like monsters and swords and shit. Nah, dude, it's it's not even that, dude. It's fucking bad. It's literally those people, those type of people that watch the movie with their socks on. So it's like really one of the three or four worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. And somehow there's a bunch of Neanderthals on Rotten Tomatoes giving it a fucking seventy. Listen, if you're if you're a listener to this podcast and you're one of the guys that fucking voted good on this movie, quit fucking listening. Because I don't want you as a fucking listener. I'm just if you like Monster right Hunter, you ain't allowed here no more. Yeah, if you like Monster <laughs> Hunter, fuck off, like, right now. That movie legit was one of the four worst movies I've ever seen in my fucking So what, is it, what does that movie have you? What do you mean? God damn it, it's got you fucked up, Sam. Oh, it got me fucked up bad. I've said that a few times now already. Like, dude, that movie had me. And I literally watched. I've never watched a movie. And then when it was done, had to crack a monster to wake myself up. Until when I watch this, the type of movie I just want to go take a cold shower afterwards. Yeah, dude, it was just bad, man. It was bad. And then I followed it up a few hours later with the movie we're talking about next week. So I kind of want to give a little insight to the listeners. Um, the movie of the week next week is going to be the um, Godzilla vs. Kong. 
So uh, if anyone listening to this wants to uh, watch that movie and then listen to the podcast, that'd be great because I want to give a little newsflash for you guys. I don't give a fuck about spoilers. When we go to talk about a movie or something like that, we're going to talk about it. Like I could give two shits if you've seen it or not. If you ain't seen it, turn it off. If you have, listen. You give a fuck about spoilers, whatever. But like, I don't know if you all feel differently than me, but I'm not going to hold back on talking about some shit I've seen. Like, fuck that. Yeah, so, I mean, next week we'll have an actual, like, group segment on this. It won't just be Sam watching Monster Hunter. All of us which, will uh, attempt to watch this movie. Which I told them how bad it was and that they could pay for it if they wanted to, and they all decided, yeah, no. Which I don't blame them because it was fucking bad. So that is the, um, that's the pod for the week, guys. How's everybody feeling right now? Feeling good. Solid. Feeling good. Uh, feeling good. good. It was good. A lot of race talk. Eric. Love it. So um, we're going to sign off right now. So I think uh, next week is actually a really fun pod. So we have a one of the greatest weekends in the history of sports in my eyes. WrestleMania and the Masters are happening on the same weekend. So we're going to hit you guys next week with a preview for both of those things. And we're going to talk about a little fucking Godzilla versus Kong and Obviously, if some shit happens between then and now, we'll fucking hit on that in the news. So uh, I think now's the time to sign off. Eric, turn that volume up a little bit, and uh, let's go home. Love you guys. Until next time, baby. Know that for every action is a reaction. Don't have me relapsing, relaxing is what I'm about. But about mine, don't be acting like you can't see street action. Take me back to reasonable doubt time. You see, my mind's on the finish line, facing the wreck. I put my motherfucking faith in the tech. Tell Satan, not yet. You understand, I'm chasing my breath. I am narrowly escaping my death. Oh, yes, I am the Michael Schumacher of the rock roster, traveling my five, traveling my parable.